I used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it step by step, explaining why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? All right, you got weirdly excited when I asked if you have, if you had anything to start us off, so I feel not great about whatever's about to happen. Well, well, well I, you know, Robert, if I, can, if I can be so formal. Where did this come from? You, you suddenly started using Robert a lot in the past, like, hour. I've been feeling very in touch with my uh, French-Canadian roots in the past hour. Okay, do your bit. Okay, let's go. This coronavirus thing is crazy, isn't it? I already hate this. <laughs> you don't even know where I'm going. What's the deal with coronavirus? <laughs> no, what is the deal with it? It's Elaine! Crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's such a small thing, but it created so much havoc in 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 the globe. Get and 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 but but you want to know what? I'm feeling a little bit better about it. What's the deal? <laughs> What's the deal? Well, well, here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. What's it going? You're talking to a vaccinated boy. Okay. You gotta, I got a, I got a, I got a shot. Okay, I signed up for one too. Okay, yeah, but I got mine first. Okay. I thought this would upset you more because you said if you got vaccinated before me, you were gonna be very upset. And I don't know why. For some reason, I thought this would make you more animated. Was it through work or was it through your mom? What's it called? No. Well, so so my mom said, oh, yeah, apparently uh, they, they just canceled your brother's appointment. So yours is going to get canceled, too. And I was like, ah, shucks. Right. But then I was like, right. And then I, and so and then I talked to our friend Aaron and he was like, yeah, you should like check online because you might qualify. And I did. And I was like, too complicated. And also, well, not too complicated. But I was, it was just like there was just nothing. So I was like, well, wait, hold on. I know someone that works in a pharmacy and, you know, right, that I used to work with. And so I hit her up and was like, yo, is it true that you guys are like, uh, are, are giving out vaccines when people don't show up? And she was like, yeah, come buy a three. And I was like, that's what's up. Can my brother come? And she was like, yeah, sure. And so me and my brother just went and got vaccinated that day. So, yeah, and I have an appointment on March 2nd to get vaccinated my second shot. And, yeah. Why don't you hook your boy up? What's it called? You? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to push too hard. I'm already trying to get you a job. At the pharmacy? No. I, no, I'm, 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 I'm angling. Here's what I'm angling for. I want you to... I'm, my point is these are unrelated things. You're not, pu- you're not pushing the same people. Well, well, that's... Well, yeah, but I don't... Uh, listen, there's a little something called the Matt Luck, okay? And the Matt Luck is that for some reason... I end up being just just things working out. In- Matt, 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 Matt. You being fucking rich isn't luck. <laughs> what are you talking about? That is purely luck. 
What are you talking? Yeah, no, 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 no. I grew up wealthy because of my hard work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was the hardest working sperm in my dad's nutsack. And that, yes, that's why. <laughs> One time I worked hard in my life. It's it's not luck. You weren't going to be born as someone else. It's just class, Matt. No, it might have been. I. You don't know how any of this works. You're not God. Okay, shut the fuck up. Anyway, my point is, is that folks a lot less concerned I am I am not washing my hands anymore, especially after going to the bathroom. I I, I, I have a mask, but I poked a bunch of holes in it. <laughs> okay. Uh, how funny is that? Why why was your idea for how to intro this? I wanna do a Seinfeld bit. Well, because I'm I well, I want to do this as a hack comedian. Well, I was going to say, I have a lot in common with Jerry Seinfeld that I was like, I am not a sentence I want, not, is not true, and also don't want that to No, be. you have a lot in common with Michael Richards. You say a lot of the same <laughs> words. And... <laughs> I say a lot of... I say... <laughs> I am... You're always fucking bursting into rooms where no one invited you. <laughs> saying the k-word so much recently i know just so much i know it's, one of my favorite things i do is 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 repeatedly say to your girlfriend what's it called i don't know why you want to say the word so much but it's okay if you do i know matt uh, yeah but they don't know it's a good bit I'm a man. Not for them. What's it called? It's a great bit. But folks, imagine me. Imagine me making Zoe very upset because I keep implying that she wants to say kike, and it's fantastic. I have a good time with it. What a great start to a podcast that is going to be all about male friendship. Yes, I, I, I see. I was concerned that you were about to try and launch into the intro. No, because you say that like you never do that. <laughs> <laughs> like you would never dare. Like you would not just blindly rush in knowing, not even knowing the name of the podcast. Not even knowing where I'm going. Not even know what name I'm going to say for myself, let alone you. So, hello and welcome to You're Going to Hate It and Buddy Do I. But (laughs) I I did it. I did it. (laughs) Folks, he listened to the pure merriment in my voice. Isn't it lovely to be alive in the year of our Lord, 2021, in here, beautiful Rockville, Maryland, the best city in the world, number one city, New York, suck my dick, Rockville, Maryland, number one. So this is a film podcast. That's right. Where every week we assign the other one a movie that we think, I think we tried to piss each other off this week. I think, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I assigned you a fantastic film. My name is Rob. My name is Matt. Ooh, curveball. Right. Said my own name. You did. Yeah, yeah. look at you. That's... Yeah. Well, I lied. My name isn't Matt. My real name is Matthew, but what's it all? With two T's. Imagine being a grown-ass man, Matthew, with one T. All right, so let's just get right into our first movie. <laughs> You're in the worst possible zone where you're very energetic. <laughs> But with, like, no material. <laughs> no plan. Like, it's it's just <laughs> the worst attitude. Anyway, the first movie we are going to be reviewing today. Do we review movies? Someone asked me, like, what is your... And I was like, Matt, 
I don't know why you tell people about this. I don't. This eat. should be a great hidden shame <laughs> in your life. Here's the thing. Every time I tell someone about this podcast, every single time, I think, why did I do that? Because inevitably, because people, people on the whole, I actually think, are like, on the whole, pretty nice. You know what I mean? Or at least try to be. And like inevitably they always hit me with a question that i'm just like i don't know what the fuck i expected them to ask they say what's it called what's it they start asking questions about it because they're trying to be polite and all i can think is i don't want to tell you any of this i don't want to tell you so why bring it up i don't know because people ask me what i'm doing and i'm like i'm recording a podcast with my friend (laughs) is I thought it would end so much better than that. And I apologize. The title of your memoir. (laughs) I thought it would end so much better than that. See, this is this is my problem. And and something I've realized recently, like, what I really gotta do is I just gotta be a guy that says, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? And just leave it at that. And just and just and 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 I do that occasionally when that happens, like things actually turn out pretty well. When I go like, no, I can fix this. That's when I run into trouble. Or I guess specifically, this is when you run into I like, trouble. I do, like, I understand this, but I, I just have to point out that I enjoy the fact that your solution is just, okay, we all know I'm going to fuck up. <laughs> I just have to get better at apologizing. What am I going to do? Stop fucking up? Is that impossible. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? That would require forethought, which is something I've been trying to do for 29 years. and I, I don't believe that. That's <laughs> a, a complete lie. It's something I've been trying to do for like a month, maybe. A week. Like a few days. <laughs> I've thought about it. <laughs> I've thought about it. I've thought about it. <laughs> it's so it hard. It passed like a cloud in my mental sky. It's so hard. Well, because here's what happens. Because then, then people ask me stuff, and I just like... You know, like, a, you ever have, like, an old laptop that just starts, like, humming and getting hot if you have too many windows open? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like me whenever people are like, why don't you think about what you're going to say before you say it? And I'm just like, oh, uh, and then, like, I legitimately start overheating. Like, I start to get a slight headache every time I have to think about it. And so I just kind of fire from the hip and then just apologize to any civilians I hit. Such as, such as someone perhaps using what I say against you, my friend. My non-anti-Semitic friend. I'm the most anti-Semitic person in this room, by far. Yeah, you, you, you are... <laughs> you used the K-word within the last 13 minutes. I have. Yeah. I have. And what are they going to do? What are they going to do to me? Cancel me? Matt, you literally converted to Judaism so that you could be anti-Semitic. It's... it's and you know what? Yes. <laughs> So anyway, we should yeah. just let's just talk about the movies. Yeah. It can't get worse than this. <laughs> it's no, it's a, that's see that's what I bring to this podcast. I set the bar so low that it actually ends up being a pretty good podcast. That's not true. I didn't say it with a no. straight face. No. I couldn't say it, that's the worst. Circling back, that's the worst thing about like it's just on its face. Remove any context. Just having to say to someone, I do podcasting. Mm-hmm. Is kind of like it's a few steps above telling people like I masturbate at playgrounds. <laughs> like, 
Okay. It's, How so? It's about the same level of depraved and sick, I feel. <laughs> it's, like, not quite as bad. Oh, good, just, good. I'm, almost. <laughs> almost. I like, I like how you were like, I like how you were like, you were like, Matt, I'm worried about what you say about me. And then you were just like, anyway, podcasting. Basically, we're pedophiles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, no, but I agree with that. You were implying I, I said and believe things I don't. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking my truth. Now. That's right. You're speaking truth to power. But, like, so you, you tell someone, I, in fact, yes. you go and knock on your neighbor's door yes. as mandated by law and say, I am a podcaster. That's, that's <laughs> you actually should, I actually think yes. you should have to do that. Yeah. Like, no. You would, like, the only, like, there's no way in which that sentence goes over well. No. But in some rare cases, at least the person, like, at least when the person listens to the podcast, they might be like, at least you're good at fucking kids. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, you're one of the best pedophiles out there. You really get in there. Mm -hmm. You do your job well. Mm -hmm. You're a man speaking brave truths like Mel Gibson and Mahmoud Ahmadinejad before yeah. you. Yeah, when when Sarah Koenig or whatever the lady who does cereal, when she goes and introduces herself to all of her neighbors and says, I'm not allowed within 100 feet of a school, at least they'll be like, oh, what did, what did you record? He's like, oh, cereal. They'll be like, oh, I like that one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you think Adnan did it? And they can have a whole conversation. What? You and I, we tell people we're podcasters, they listen to the, they listen to the podcast, somehow they're they're... It's worse. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone listened, someone listened to this podcast and then talked to me about it, and they were just like, "So I guess I know that you're an ass man now." <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that's the thing. Because the worst thing is, is that I don't remember anything I say on these podcasts. I know. I don't remember a damn thing about it. But I guess if you if you want to know, I guess that's that's I am. I guess I don't know. I don't think we need to investigate this further. I don't think we do either. My point is, is that women are beautiful, and I love and respect them. That's the God, damn it! Yeah, <laughs> the thousand yard stare in Rob's eyes. Just like I get that thinking is hard for you, but it, it can't be worse. Anyway, do you think I've gotten better over the years we've known each other? We don't have time to answer that question. <laughs> anyway, our first movie is 1996's Swingers. Oh, that's incorrect. You're, we've done like 36 episodes of this. How do you not know that I go first? We do the... Because I don't remember what we talk about. We do this... The, the setup is me attempting to have a serious discussion about a movie that I find enriching. And then the punchline is you assigning me a movie where... People refer to women as babies over and over again. Which, beautiful, babies. beautiful babies, which is somehow the creepiest combination of words you could ever apply to something you were trying to fuck. <laughs> There's a bunch of men with wallet chains calling women beautiful babies. Yeah. We'll, we'll get so there, though. cool. First up, however... We are going to eat our vegetables. That's right. And talk about Kelly Reichardt's 2020 film, First Cow. Roll the trailer. Roll the trailer. What's your name? King Lou. They call me Cookie. My mother died when I was born, and then my father died. I never stopped moving. It's the getting started that's the puzzle. 
No way for poor man to start. You have a cow. First cow in the territory. This ain't a place for cows. Well, it's no place for white men either. I sense opportunity here. Good Lord, give me another. I'll give you six ingots for that last one. I taste London in this game. We have to take what we can when the taking is good. It seems dangerous. So is anything worth doing? A royal cow. Until she barely produces a thing. Some people can't imagine being stolen from. Let's hope he's one of those. We got a window here, Cookie. History isn't here yet. It's coming, but maybe this time we can take it on our own terms. Every trailer has a movie, Matt. You mean every movie has a trailer? Both are true. Oh. Oh. That's actually true. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Someone went to film school. Yeah. Do you consider that you went to film school or that you went to university and studied film? I I will sometimes say that I went to film school, but I didn't really go to film school. I, I I majored in film. Yeah, but you also... But I mean, like, you also, like... I mean, I don't read that as, like, a lie. Yeah, no, it's not. But it's it's not exactly the truth, either. Well, because there are schools that are, like, just for... I'm just going to assume NYU has one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, like... You know, you know what they also call NYU? Anyway, continue. Shut the fuck up. What? No. We're moving on. But, okay. like, I, I... But, like, somehow what I studied was even less practical than film school. Like, someone handed me a camera the other day, and I had, like, almost no idea what to do with it. Like, I learned zero technical skills. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I, I developed a taste for sniffing my own farts and then mm-hmm. describing them in great detail to people. Mm-hmm. But, like, nothing you can really do for a living. Yeah, but, I mean, you kind of got something even more valuable than that. You have the ability to fake like you know what you're talking about. Which I honestly think is the most valuable thing that you can do. Listen, that's all I learned how to do. And I didn't even learn that at school. Yeah. I've just been doing that my entire life. Yeah. 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 I'm a man, if you mention something to me and I don't know what it is, there's like a 90% chance I'm just going to be like, oh yeah. And just hope that I'll be able to fake it. I'm a liar is what I'm saying, I believe. All right, so first cow, <clears throat> Kelly Reichardt. So, yep. I love this movie. It's a pretty good movie. I like this movie. It's a good movie. That's all right. Let's talk about some <laughs> So, Kelly Reichardt is in. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something. You're just fighting acid reflux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's no. real bad. But for a moment, it makes you look like you were preparing a great thought. <laughs> The look of confusion in Rob's face that just flashed across it, yeah. and he was like, oh, wait. Yeah. No. No. Shame on you, yeah. honestly. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I have I have no defense. Yeah, we've been friends for like five years. Are you kidding me? Okay. 
So Kelly Reichardt, American independent filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Born in Miami, Florida. I don't think that's no. That's true. That's true. Right. That's, yeah, I don't I mean, know. I think why. you're actually right. Yeah, her. If we're gonna go through her biography, her parents, I believe, were cops. Were they? Yeah, who got divorced, and that's uh, about as much as I read from the Wikipedia summary of her early life. That's a very cop thing to do. To get divorced. Oh, cops love getting divorced. So do. What do you do again? What's like legal consultant. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. People keep telling me that's illegal, and I don't know. I'm a lawyer. I don't think it is. <laughs> no, I'm. A, I, I'm. I've been called a legal assistant, and a and but I refer to myself as a paralegal. Because so just anyone within the uh, law and order greater universe love get getting divorced. divorced. So you found your place. That's right. Yeah, that's but, right. But I don't think it's really important for us to talk about her uh, biography. No, because um, mostly I don't know a whole lot about her life. I know no. that she makes movies. Um, Almost, ex- I think, I believe exclusively set in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly in collaboration with the, at least at the script level, with the novelist uh, John Raymond. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they are uh, universally very, like, understated minimalist stories largely about people living on kind of the margins of society. Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree with that, having seen only one of her movies. <laughs> yeah. But I think that she, uh, like, she is... and. Like, one of the great filmmakers working in American independent film. I'll take your word for it. I've only seen one of her movies. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good one I saw. Yeah. You know, I like, this This movie, First Cow, like, you know, it w- did end up on, like, a bunch of, like, top ten lists last year. Mm-hmm. Um, lost a bunch of money. I mean, every movie lost a bunch of money last yeah. year. Oh, um, yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Um... Like, her movie, like, even for, like, an indie filmmaker, her movies don't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think the best way in, like, I want I wanted to give a little bit of context, but it's kind of hard. It might be better to just dive in mm-hmm. and sort of allow the, uh, you know, the journey through the movie to kind of allow us to, to spark discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 think, I think what's kind of funny about this podcast, uh, besides how good it is, is, mm-hmm. uh, what's it called, is that, like, I feel like we don't... Handle I, 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 I because I, I'm a man that listens to a lot of podcasts and, and I feel like 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 most of the podcasts I listen to when they talk about a movie, they tend to just kind of like go through the story right you know as, such as a, a man or a woman going down a river, you know what I mean right mm-hmm. and just kind of and just kind of seeing the scenery as they pass through, and, and 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 I think that that's a really useful way to go through a lot of movies but I think that. One of the things that we do is sometimes it's just like, look, here's the movie. We're going to talk generally about it, right? And kind of pick pieces here and there. But like, yeah. ultimately, we're just two friends having a discussion. Yeah. Generally kind of about a movie, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but like, but like, I, 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 I think that like, yeah, this is one where you literally just got to float down the river. Because, because like, there are things that emerge, I think, mm-hmm. but ultimately like, like like I, don't, I mean you're right i mean like this is not this is not a movie that like like really even has like much of like an ambient soundtrack i don't believe like you know what i mean like this is just a movie that is well, just... it it does have a soundtrack and i think that one of the things like it um and like i like actually i i wanted to talk about the soundtrack because i like the way that she uses it because like so just to, to back up and zoom out for a second mm-hmm. like this is this is like at least in a very general sense, a Western. Yes. In that it is set on the Western frontier. Yes. It's like, I think, 1820s Oregon. Like, yeah. real early days in Oregon. Yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah. 
Like, Where it's not even like it's not even at all America. Yeah, it is yeah. just like the f- the frontier frontier. Yeah, like, like it is just as much Russia as it is America. Yeah, point. I mean one of the one of the things that they point out like is that there are <clears throat> like uh, one of the main characters, King Lee, who's a Chinese immigrant himself, points out that like everyone is here. Yes, like he's a Chinese man who, when we find him, is being hunted by Russians mm-hmm. and runs into Americans. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, it is a land of abundance that is drawing everyone in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know, um, yeah, obviously we know now that it, it will become part of America. Mm-hmm. And that, you know. Spoilers. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, not spoilers, because we actually begin in, in America. And that's, that's right. In the present day. Yeah. We'll get there in a second. But, but like, you know, so it, it is, just in terms of setting a Western, but, and like, but resists the genre um, in every other way. Basically, like there's, you know, it's not devoid of violence, but it's it's almost absent. Yeah. And the and the violence there is does not feel like the violence out of a Western where it's, you know, these clean, exciting shootouts. Yeah. You know, messy and accidental. Yeah. And and tragic. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like not like quite like I was going to say, like the violence is almost somewhat. I was gonna say casual, but that's not what it is because it, it's it's not. But but it, it's 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 it feels haphazard. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's haphazard. Yeah. It's just it's like I think it's like oh that might happen. Yeah. Like, like, like but like, also uh, yeah. I guess just, we're just gonna, I will start jumping around here, but like the one of the the final like deaths you know causes just like a dude trips and falls yeah. down a hill. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it's just yeah. No. And I remember. I, I mean. I mean. I mean. I mean. Like. And that's the thing is that like is that like this is this is a time when like. Like, like this movie gave me kind of an ambient sense of, 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 of dread, honestly, mm-hmm. because like, cause I look, I fucking love the outdoors. I love mm-hmm. hiking around the outdoors. I like the, I, I wish I was more of like an outdoorsman, you know what I mean? But I grew up in fucking 21st century Bethesda, Maryland, mm-hmm. right? And the fact of the matter is I am fucking not, I am completely acculturated, like, I don't know if that's a word, uh, a, a, a civilized like, 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 and not like civilized insofar as like, insofar as like, I am like refined, but insofar, I don't think anyone would accuse no, me of but that. Like, but like, I am, I am a, I am a man that you are a, man, a civilization. You need, you need a refrigerator to exactly. make it through the day. Exactly. You would not survive without No. Me. Yeah. No. And, and the same is true of me. Yeah. 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 Um, the same but, is true as like the overall majority of people. Yeah. And, but this is, this is a time and a place where people are living off of the land. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like, can you imagine if you had to spend the night outside like how like like, like how I mean, do you feel if I, you had to spend the night outside? It's been a while, but I like as a kid I used to go camping pretty regularly. I'm not talking time. camping. Yes, though. I yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Like genuine like just no choice. Yeah. Just at you know, at nature's <clears throat> mercy. Yeah, there know? isn't a home to go home to. Yeah. You your <laughs> that tent is your house. But like that's not entirely the situation here either. That's that's the like the situ that's where That's where we start. Though. That's where we start with yeah. um but I wanna yeah, we, we start, well, we actually, st- uh, they're like, the pro- I, I have like eight thoughts I want to get out mm-hmm. right now all at the same time. Same all. They're like, um, <laughs> Mr. Burns' diseases trying to get through the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good Simpsons bit. Too. There's so many good Simpsons bit. It's but, so, God, I was well, thinking, hold on, hold on, sorry, we, we cannot go down a Simpsons Hardy thing. in the sky. <laughs> But uh, just to, to back up to what I was saying about the like its its relationship to the Western, um, mm-hmm. like it it uh, 
Because I was actually trying to talk about his use of music, so like we got to back up twice. Um, but that's fine. Like I got time. The the music that it starts with over the uh, like the opening credits is this kind of like uh, almost stereotypical like twangy western guitar, mm-hmm. um, you know, which which sounds kind of like the a little bit like the I know this this reference won't mean anything to you, but the the soundtrack to Dead Man, which is this other like sort of revisionist western it's from the 90s it's a jim jarmusch movie but it's got this score by uh uh fuck uh neil young mm. where he's playing you know Ooh, he, love yeah, neil young but it's just him like kind of like plucking at a like an electric guitar with a lot of reverb on it and sound mm. it sounds very like country western yes you know? yes yeah yes yeah but also like also like that's maybe not the best example because it's also like super re- like reverb heavy and ass acidy yeah because dead man dead man is also a great movie largely <clears throat> set in the pacific northwest mm-hmm. um yeah one of like, the most low-key chaotic uh sections of the country yeah no and it's it's a very like kind of psychedelic western mm-hmm. more like Johnny Depp is slowly dying over the course of two hours and, mm-hmm. like, kind of tripping at the same time. Kind of been slowly dying over the course of his entire life. Yeah, no, yeah. but accelerating. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It, weird, he, he, if you drink enough wine, you start to look pickled. Exactly. Just literally pickled. Exactly. But so just, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you just, also multiply in uh, shit on your wrists. Uh, uh, sorry, I just... I have man to, loves accessories. I have, have to go down uh, a completely irrelevant tangent here, but... Uh, there's this I don't remember where it was like Vanity Fair or something. There's this incredible profile of Johnny Depp that was written a couple of years ago, just you know describing his like just wine monster years, um, where he's you know the the writers are talking about how you know we were I, we were about to me and me and Mr. Depp were about to sit down to dinner and you know uh, this is like, I think like pretty deep into the article where you've gotten a real sense of just how fucking insane Johnny Depp is at this point. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, Johnny, you know we're sitting down sitting down for dinner in his. Like how like his giant mansion that just he and servants share. Like he mm-hmm. has no human contact beyond like employees at this mm-hmm. point. Um, he's like, oh, Depp and Johnny Depp is like, okay, we're we'll have dinner in just a moment. We just need to have a little bit. You know, we're just going to open a, a bottle of wine first, and we'll have that. And and then just like there's like this incredible paragraph break. Was just like, we'll just have a little bit of wine first. Space. Next paragraph. Eight hours later, we've still not had dinner. <laughs> That's that's Johnny Depp's life now. He, he's I remember like first like seeing him really like I got into him into um uh, uh, actually you know as a as a proud son of the great state of Maryland number mm-hmm. one number one in our hearts uh what's it called I, I do like that Maryland actually gets a shout out in first count I was no I was I I was so excited because that's where there that's where Cookie was from and yeah. King Lee asks him how was he it's fine yeah exactly <laughs> that's how yeah that's, that was the, the perfect summation yeah, that's, yeah it's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It, but but the funniest thing is is that even though we're both like it's fine, like both of us are just like and we're dying here. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. yeah. And we're never leaving. Yeah. What's anyway? What's it, no? But uh, but but just no. But in um in, in John Waters movies, what's mm-hmm. it called? Where like I remember like kind of like looking at him being like, man, he plays like. Oh. Wait, is Johnny Depp in any John Waters movies? Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's in he's in fucking Cry Baby. He's oh, in like a few. Yeah. That's right. Johnny John Waters is kind of a blind spot for me. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's it called? See, that's the, you're not a real Marylander. No, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm gonna. Have you seen Crybaby? No. Oh, I'm gonna sign you Crybaby one day. Okay. It's called Love Crybaby. All right. Almost got a similar tattoo to him. But anyway, happy I did. The it. original point I was making is just the 
the like the intro credits music yeah. sets you up as like this is going to be a western. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got like a what you would understand to be a like typical western store, score. Yeah. And then like from there on out like the uh the score that you get, like especially there seems to be kind of a theme for Cookie, mm-hmm. the main character, um that almost sounds like almost sounds like a music box. Yeah. It's so, just sorry. Can we just stop real quick? How funny is it that I was like that I was like there's like almost no soundtrack to this, and you're like actually it's a main thing I want to talk. <laughs> I paid very close attention <laughs> to this movie. Yeah. No. Again, this is this is a movie that demands you pay close attention to mm-hmm. it. Like, you know, there are as we've talked about, there are movies where like it will assault you and mm-hmm. like scream its point at you. Yeah. And, like, you can be on your phone and still know what's happening. Yeah. This is at what I was trying to say in a very, like, inarticulate roundabout way. Is just this is a movie that you have to pay attention I to. I thought you said it in an incredibly articulate way. <laughs> Thank you. I'm probably going to cut it. Uh, um, fine. Because the discussion since has been better. But, um, yeah. But, like, it's it's a it's a movie where you have to pay attention to get it. Yeah. But, like, the, the, the score for Cookie, in particular, is this very gentle, almost childish, like, music box sound. Mm-hmm. That score, like, inverts your expectations of, mm-hmm. like, what a Western would be. Yeah. Where it sets you up, even at the, like, the musical level sets you up for, you know, a Western about tough men digging it out on the frontier. Yeah. And then the actual movie is this, like, very story of, like, two friends trying to make something nice. Of, 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 of actual, like, real, like, frontiers, like, like, like frontiersmen, like, tough men. like Trappers yeah. and... Trappers, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my ancestors, all dressed in yeah. skins. Exactly, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and are just, like... Completely, and it was like exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. mahooch, yeah, exactly. No, and that's the thing. And Cookie is like, and, and that's the thing is that like there was this was such a time when like when like you want to talk about like the Wild West, like mm-hmm. fuck the Wild West, eighteen twenties on the West Coast. Yeah, there is fucking nothing there yeah. except for a bunch of like like savage companies, right? Mm-hmm. And like and like different nations desperately trying to compete to exploit this land as much as possible. This is a dangerous and and tragic time, yeah. right? And 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 you have this man who is just this sweet man that just wants to make good food. Yeah, so the yeah. introduction to Cookie, one of our two main characters is like, you know, we uh is just like a close up of a So we actually we start Sort of at the end, mm-hmm. um, like the past the end. We start yeah. in like the present day, yeah. Um, just with this little almost like prologue, where you see like uh, you see the first the first shot of the movie is just looking out over a river, yeah. With a and then very again just this is a slow movie. Very slowly you watch in real time, like a a big like tanker tanker transport yeah. barge yeah. thing, yeah. Um, just yeah. kind of something I'll drown on in twenty years. <laughs> yes, like move into screen, and you basically watch in real time, like <clears throat> this, like big slow boat, like move into frame, move across the frame, and exit the frame. Can I tell you what um, my first thought was when I saw that? What? Great, Rob's assigned me one of these fucking movies. That's <laughs> <laughs> my first thought. But like, and I mean, it is one of those fucking movies in a lot of ways. Yeah. But like, it's. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. It took it in a direction I was not expecting, and I liked it. But yeah. But I, there, it, I love that shot. Yeah. One because it does introduce you into the rhythm of the movie. Yeah. Which is going to be slow. Yeah. Which is going to be patient. Yeah. There's also like there is like thematic meaning to that shot. Yeah. Of course. Like, yeah. Like the whole point of this movie is like this is about like the introduction of capitalism 
to like a virgin environment. Or not yes. a virgin environment because people live there. Yeah. Absolutely. But an environment where capitalism is absent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so this first shot is like, this is the end result of that. Yeah. Like, this is where we got. Yeah. And like, so it's not then, it's it's then, um, what we see right after that is this woman played by Elia Shawcott, mm-hmm. uh, maybe from Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. Who's yeah. also, I, she's, I, this isn't the first Kelly Record movie she's been in. I, she's at least in Night Moves as well. Um, is there a, Really? Yeah. I haven't seen Night Moves. I just love that title. That's a great move. It's actually the second... It, there's it's there's another movie called Night Moves, which is also great. Hmm. It's like Gene Hackman, like neo-noir from the 70s. Oh, that might be what I'm thinking of. Which, there's I mean, there's also a Bob Seger song called Night Moves. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of. I'm thinking of Bob Seger. And Seger's. then there are two unrelated movies that are also called Night Moves. Yep. Um, there's a movie called Hard Bodies that I really want to see. <laughs> but... That not, has nothing to do with anything. Yes, no. But, uh, like... The seventies night movie says maybe my favorite Gene Hackman performance. Like really? Yeah, no, he's because he's better than French Connection. I mean, also great, but yeah. like I said, like favorite, not best. Yeah, and I think it 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 has to rank on the list of best, although that's a long list, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's it's my favorite because he's so warm and nice in it, mm. like which is mm. so unusual. Yeah, for, like, both for Hackman and for like he's like. A private eye unraveling a conspiracy. That's not unusual for Hackman, but yes, him being like warm and fuzzy about it is. Yeah, but, but no, but having like a like a warm, nice like PI character and like a neo noir is also so weird. Oh, but like, kind of like me. Shut the fuck up. What have I but, done? But Kelly Reichardt's Night Moves is also great, which is about like eco terrorists. Who? Um, yeah, so heroes. It's like. Kelly Reichardt doing a thriller. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is interesting because it's also very, like, patient and understated, but there's, yeah. like, actually a lot of tension in it. Mm. Like, she's very, like, I think that, like, patience is actually really good for, like, a thriller. Because mm-hmm. if you just, like, there are scenes where she just, like, there's someone who has a, has a goal, and if they get caught while doing it, like, they're going to go to jail. Mm-hmm. And then you just introduce a complication, and you just have to sit and watch this person like try and figure it out in like real time mm-hmm. and there's so much more like not there's so much tension in that versus just like throwing bang after bang after bang at you yeah like, just having you to sit in the like oh shit oh shit oh shit yeah like and just not have a cut yeah not have something to relieve the tension you just have to like sit and like ah fuck like yeah. it's very effective that's awesome yeah. But what's it called? Do you know, fun fact about eco-terrorism. What's that? What's it called? It was considered by the FBI uh, pre-9-11. Like, I know. Like the, the greatest The threat. greatest threat. Yeah. 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 Um, what's it called? Bunch of heroes, honestly. <laughs> I, I'll go to my grave thinking that they were very cool. Okay. But probably smelled pretty bad. Yeah. It's a big patchouli. That's such a funny combination, patchouli and bombs. <laughs> It's also like it's also like got one of Jesse Eisenberg's best performances, who is like I feel like he looks of, like an eco terrorist. He does, yeah. He's it's a good role for him. Yeah, but like he's kind of hit or miss. Yeah, but like when he's good, he's good. Yeah, he's he's good in it. Yeah, but yeah, kind of yeah. like uh, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, she also was in a Kelly Record movie, so, Certain Woman, which I haven't. That's one of hers that I haven't seen. How the fuck have I heard of this goddamn lady? And she's had fucking everyone in her in her goddamn movies. Well, because like. She gets actors to work with her because there aren't many people making, like, these Good very, movies. like... I mean, yeah, like, yeah. intimate, character-driven movies. Yeah. So, like, op- movies where you have the opportunity to act. Yeah. And also, like, act in a, in a like, a, 
a way that demands subtlety. Yeah. Like, the movie, and like, none, I don't think there's ever been a performance in a movie that ever will, ever has or ever will get, like, Oscar attention, because so much of what they go for is bombast. Yeah. And, like, that, that is fun and has its place, but, like, I think there is, like, a real, um, like, desire on a lot of actors' parts to get to play something smaller and quieter, Yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. That's the thing. Is that is that? I I I I can't remember who said it. I, this is an original thought by me. Uh, but but basically, like every actor. This actually might be you. But 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 it was kind of like every actor in their heart is a fucking theater kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? Like like for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I I I think you know you get a guy like I don't know Harvey Keitel who I have a very hard time imagining him as like a theater kid. Or like like Dennis Verino who is <laughs> yes. literally a cop who like yes. was hired by Michael Mann to be a <laughs> consultant, and yes. then Michael Mann was like. You got the right energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who, that is so funny. Dennis Rita, folks, if you don't know that, that is literally the story of Dennis Rita. He was a Chicago cop who just, they were just like, damn, you know what? Why don't we just have you play the cop? And then, yeah, he just had an entire... <laughs> there's there's a, a Michael Mann quote, because again, because Michael Mann was kind of the guy who made yeah. him an actor. He was like, the thing that I liked about him was that he was so fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. But women were still attracted to him. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got a real energy to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of like me, honestly. Shut the fuck up. What have I said? Also, Dennis Farina did the most cop shit in the world and died at the age of 69, which is an incredible... <laughs> just like... Just like... Oh, like and oh. then, and we can never let them down, was let out of the Academy's In Memoriam segment. Oh, was he? Oscars. Yeah. Was he? Ag- what the fuck yeah. is wrong with these goddamn pedophiles who run this shit? God damn it. A true king. A true king. Yeah. A true king. Like, God. there are only so many men who can wear a gold chain. Yes. Believably. Yes. And he, he's one of those guys. And I think I am There too. are many... No. There are, <laughs> there are many men who think they can. Many men. <laughs> many men. <laughs> and some boys... <laughs> That I happen to share a home with. <laughs> but only a handful of true, overly cloned gentlemen who can actually pull it off. And he's one of those men. Yeah, yeah, it's him and Shane. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, I think we were like halfway through a thought. Like, as yeah. usual, we're just wildly careening all over. Oh, but, but that's what these people but the actual, listen to. Th- the point I was making, the actual introduction that we get... We're still, still in the introduction. We're still, we're still in like... No, no. We were introducing the introduction. So, yeah, so there's the boat. (laughs) The boat, which is capitalism. And there's Alia Shockett. Folks, this is a two-hour-long movie. Yeah. Um, We're at, like, minute two. No, but... but, No, No, it's important. It's important. No, 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 but it's, it's... what 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 I wanted to happen has happened. If we started talking about it, and that immediately became a springboard to talk about the things we actually wanted to talk. About. And absolutely, absolutely. Um, so this is so, and then Alia Shawkat finds these bones. Like her dog finds like bones, yeah. and she like she you know sort of paws through the dirt and uncovers yeah. these two skeletons lying next yeah. to each other. Which can I just say real quick? An insane move. If I see a fucking skull, I'm calling the police. Like, I'm not, like, you know what I mean? That yeah. is my, like, I'm, oh, no, oh, no, let me get my fingerprints all over this body. Because I'm not a, I, I don't know, maybe she's, maybe she knows science or whatever the fuck. I don't know shit. I see a fucking skull. I'm like, that is a skull. Maybe she's Bones. Is that, oh. From the TV show Bones. This which, is the. I, I just assume, <laughs> I just assume that the main character in Bones is named Bones. She is. Wait, is she really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like pretty sure I'm pretty sure her name is Bones.
Jones. How are you gonna How are you gonna make a, a like a TV show that ran for like a decade? I'm about hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to look, oh, let me look this up. Let me look this up because I I I know because I'm gonna be like such an asshole if I'm wrong about this. No, no, no. But, but even even beyond that, how can you get 200 episodes out of what if Bones? What if? <laughs> How many bones-based crimes are there? Oh, no, you want to know something incredible. What's it called? The, the, uh, uh, what's it, Angel. The guy that he fucking plays, what's it called? I mean, they, at least, they call her bones. They do call it's her like bones. It's like a nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Her name is that's... Temperance. Uh, was it? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Her name is Temperance? <laughs> yeah. It's only getting yeah. weird. Temperance Brennan, but her nickname is Bones. Well, yeah, her, if my name yeah. was Temperance, I need a, a nickname, too. <laughs> it's a, but, like, yeah, I didn't think her name was, like... Judy McBones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it had to be a nickname. I knew that. <laughs> yeah, that's how they call her. No, 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 no. The the the. You know, I wanted. Uh, yeah, I wanted to be an accountant, but I just you know the, the moment I registered for classes, you're like, nah, you're gonna be a bone lady. <laughs> your, your, your fucking name, lady. Come on. No, but but fucking but no, but 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 like one of the first scenes, they introduced this fucking FBI guy, or or I don't know what, what, what's his name. The guy that played Angel, who knows, right? Mm-hmm. But whatever, I, I never saw that show either. But anyway, no, no, I did actually watch like basically all of Bones, mm-hmm. and 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 his last name is Booth, right? And Rob, they just they just they just drop. I think like pretty soon in, she like has a scene where she's like, well, I can see about your facial structure that 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 you're related to John Bolt's Booth, and he's like, that is a deep family secret. Okay, <laughs> he's he's the descendant of John Wilkes Booth. I, and he's and he feels so bad about it that he went and fought for the U.S. military. Wow! And became a cop. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Eleven seasons. It's 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 such a fucking dumb show. I've seen almost all of it. <laughs> That's the thing. I was listening to this podcast the other day. They were talking about how, like, how funny it is. Just like the shows you've seen almost all of that you would never in a million years watch today. Hmm. Like, I would never watch Bones today. Bones. 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 I bones. ate the bones. Bones. Remember that advertising campaign? I ate the bones. It's a funny word. Bones. <laughs> folks. <laughs> folks. <laughs> folks. <laughs> folks. Uh. Bones. 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 All right, so she finds Bones. She finds Bones and but, for some reason does not call the police. But the point that I was trying to make is just this opening little sequence sets up basically, you know, every everything that we're going to see after this. Like, this is what we got out of it, mm-hmm. which is, you know, big fucking shipping containers. Yeah. We got capitalism. This is, this is what all of this produced. And this is what it cost. Yeah. The Bones. It cost Bones. <laughs> And they're two sets of boats. And, they, and they're lying next to each other. Yeah. And it's very sweet. And you know what my first thought was when I saw that? What's that? It's going to be you and me. <laughs> it's going to be you and me. All right. It's going to Probably my fault. From there, we're introduced to Cookie. Yeah. Who's, who's going to be, again, one of our main characters. And the, the first thing we see of him is just a close-up on a busted boot. Yes. Like, my man just has ragged shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's... He's someone who, you know, just from that, we get that he is someone who is, like, ill-suited to his environment yeah. and, like, low status. Yeah. Like, he's not the guy. Yeah. And But but we also get, again, that, like, very gentle music box mm-hmm. score and him, like, very gingerly, like, picking these little mushrooms. Yeah. Like, you know, like, he's, he's ill-suited to his environment and low status, but there's also something just immediately, you know, there's something innately kind and gentle you know, like, one of the first things we, we see him do is, like, 
pick up a lizard that's like on its back and flip it over. Mm-hmm. Like he's just. Oh, I miss that. <laughs> again, you. This is a movie that demands you pay attention yeah, to the things that are going on in the beginning. You know, and then he like he's out there picking mushrooms, and he like hears a noise, and like it's like who's there, and yeah. like does like a scaredy cat run back to camp. Yeah, like he is, he is the exact opposite of every. Um, Western hero that yeah. you would have expected. Like yeah. he's like he's not like trapping skins or like no. hunting deer. He's you know he's picking mushrooms. Yeah, he's a vegetarian. He's not a vegetarian, but yeah. like he's picking vegetables. Yeah, yeah, uh, and like af- afraid of noises out in the woods. Mm. Like and, yeah. and you know when he goes back to camp to make his report on dinner, he has to tell them like. Yeah, I, I trapped a squirrel, squirrel, but it got away. Yeah, like he's clearly he's he's just not good at killing things. Yeah, they, like they're so used to him like being ill suited to this, they just laugh at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. They laugh at him, and then are also just like also just like you fucking suck. Yeah, they don't like him. Yeah, like he's yeah. bullied, and like yeah, all the, like yeah. Again, if you, if you're paying attention to the details, are all these things that like. Just reinforce it. Like, the fact that they all sleep on the ground and he, like, he sleeps in a tent. Yeah. Just make, like, again, just all these little details that point to you. Like, yeah. he is just a little gentler, a little more refined than everyone. Yeah. I mean, he's a lot gentler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's one guy who actually does, like, defend him. Because who, who the guy just basically starts, like, bullying the shit out of him and just yeah, goes, they're, they're, leave him alone. But it's almost like, the reason why he's saying leave him alone is more because he's like, no, I want to fight you. Rather than, like, yeah. like, 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 it doesn't seem that, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, 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 I don't know. I mean, who knows? What's it called? I think I'm descended from fur trappers. I'm a pretty gentle guy. I just assume that because I'm half French Canadian. I actually don't know. No, it was more the, uh, I'm a gentle guy that I needed the citation Am on. I not a gentle man? I'm a sophisticate. No, I can't be sophisticated. Never tame me. All right, so from there... The uh, sort of the the first major plot thing that happens is, you know, again, he's out in the woods. He hears a noise and he encounters uh, a naked Chinese man. Um, <laughs> which which can you imagine? I'm just trying. Well, that that made me laugh because I was imagining being like an 1820s like just like white dude in like the total fucking wilderness. Like like yeah. I'm not even in America anymore. Like I might as well be on the fucking moon. You know what I mean? And there's just. A naked Chinese man in these woods. Well, I mean, he literally doesn't even know what to make of it. He yeah. thinks he's Native American. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which, which. I was also just like, I was like, this guy's barely seen anyone. <clears throat> yeah, he's just, yeah, because he's like very clearly like a Chinese man. Like, yeah, like, like who also speaks fluent English. Yeah, um, yeah. and like, I like, I. There's so like I could just talk about how I love like we go through like he, he's so cool moment by moment every every like I could pick out something that I love about it and yeah. I'm gonna try to resist the urge because this will be a five hour podcast but I love the way that like um you know Cookie finds this man who we learned is named King Lee mm-hmm. um, or is it King Lou I I, I think you're gonna give you because the guy's name is Orion Lee yeah which is a very cool name that is I, I was, would love to be named Orion. I, I kept yeah. looking at that, and I kept being like, right, and I immediately want to learn more about him, and he doesn't have a Wikipedia page, and that's fucked up. I don't yeah. know why it's fucked up, but it is. I, I don't think he's been in much. I don't know if this is his first performance, but it's definitely, like, kind of a breakthrough performance from Bro, him. Bro, hit it out of the fucking park. Yeah, and... Whoa. <laughs> he, tell, he tells Cookie that. Yeah. He tells Cookie his story, you know, which is basically that, you know, I was with a... 
a comp- another trapping company, and you know my f- my friend was accused of theft by these Russians, and they killed him, and I took a shot at one of them, and they've been hunting me. And the way that he tells this story, um, because you know there's in so many movies this this story of like <clears throat> violence and revenge and wilderness survival would be like you know they would play up the drama, yeah, uh, you know, and the way that he plays it is. You know, the way that you would you would actually play it, which he's just like it's he's just a little embarrassed to be yeah. telling a stranger all this. Like he yeah. doesn't he he wants to play it down because he's trying to like convince this guy I'm I'm s- not a psychopathic killer. I'm safe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and he talks about how like yeah, I mean I mean he makes a point of being like of being like of being like I just I just I, I just had to do something because they cut my friend. They say from fucking from what did he? Why were they kind of? I forget the phrase he used, but like sounds like they savagely murdered his yes. friend, yeah. like pretty like pretty brutally. And 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 he just like was like I just I had to do something, so I just took a shot and and got one of them in the neck and then ran and like threw my gun in the river. Which part of me was like, buddy, you don't you're being chased. Don't throw your gun away. But like you know, but but, but he's again he's. Yeah. He's not a cowboy. Exactly. He's someone exactly. that, you know, he, violence occurred in like the heat of the moment, but he's not a violent person. Yeah. He's not suited to any of this. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. how like any one of us is capable of violence, but we don't always go looking for it. Right. I mean, I do, but. That's, yeah. yeah. And he found it traumatic. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, 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 even though this man had like, like I said, like brutally killed his friend. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 he still wasn't like, yes, I got him. He was like, oh no, what have I done? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? I've ended a human life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not all of us can be Sicarios. Yeah, and, 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 like, I also love Cookie's reaction to mm-hmm. all of this, which is, like, because basically what, like, one of the, they're, like, the beginning of the conversation is, you know, at first just, like, Hello, uh, I am actually not a Native American. I'm Chinese. My name is King Lu. Um, and then King Lu just says, like, I haven't eaten in several days. Like, he doesn't ask for food. You know, he just gives him this information to see what he does with it. And Cookie, what, how does Cookie handle it exactly? Because I, I love it. Yeah. Um, he, uh, hold on. I wrote it down. Um, oh, yeah. So Cookie, like, you see this moment where Cookie, like, has to decide whether or not to tell King that he's the cook. Yeah. Like, he kind of lies about it for a second. He's like, I, I don't know if the cook is still up. Yeah. And then tells him, and then, like, after a moment, like, tells him, like, yeah, I am actually the cook. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see, like, Cookie has learned to... Be, like, cautious of people. Not even cautious of people, like... To, like, he clearly wants to help this man, yeah. but is, like, afraid to. Like, mm-hmm. he has been... The education he has received from the world is that the kindness that he is drawn to is perhaps not safe. Yeah. And, like, he has to, like, convi- he has to walk back up to being the kind man that he is. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. And, and, and I think that's part of what makes, like, a time like this and the circumstance like this so terrifying is that, like... Is it like I firmly believe that like it is like an innate want in most people to be their most decent and best selves mm-hmm. to their fellow man. Like 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 you know I mean I mean like fuck like like I mean like there are so many stories of like for instance like supernatural things right wherein like wherein like a lot of like ghosts and and and, and evil supernatural creatures like part of the lore is that like they imitate for instance like crying babies 
you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, or someone in in need of help, right? Yeah. Because they know that that will draw. Listen, I'm not making a judgment call on the supernatural. We don't have time, right? But, 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 but they know that that will draw people because, like, yeah, if I'm outside smoking a cigarette and I hear a crying baby, I'm going to investigate. I was high as shit one time and thought I heard screaming children. We've, we've heard this story. Yes, no, yeah, and me and my friends, an armed contingent of of, of high teenagers, uh, went to go free them and stumbled upon a child's birthday party, yes. uh, which was even worse. But <laughs> somehow, yes. but yeah, but no, but that's the thing is that like there is this innate want to like. To, I mean, and that's why we've prospered as a as a as a as a as, a, as like a species is because there's this innate want to like help each other out and give each mm-hmm. other a hand up and like this is a world wherein like that can get you like not to, like at best fucked over and at worst killed, you know what I right. mean? Yeah, and 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 that's tough for him. And and, and you and I really want to give uh, uh, props to like you know Joe Montana, whatever the hell his name was. Was it Joe Montana, oh. the actor? Yeah. I actually, I can't remember his name. I'm look it's that some up. Italian. Keep, keep talking. No, 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 no. But process, because, like, I think that, like, something that plays really well is, like, this is, this is, this is a man who, like, who just, like... John Magaro. John Magaro. I knew it was something Italian. What's it called? I don't know if that's Italian. But, 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 but this is a man that was, like... That, that clearly is just such a gentle soul and wants to be a gentle soul. And, like, and, and, and they get into his backstory later, but, like, he isn't here on purpose. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. here by pure happenstance. You know what I mean? And he happens to be here, and he is just trying to survive. Yeah, he's, he's a man who has, uh, when he tells what we get of his life stories, he's just someone who sort of wandered from job to job trying yeah. to make his way in the world yeah yeah like he's like, like like he was orphaned as like a child and then immediately had to pick up and move out of the great state of maryland to find work to find work yeah. as like as like i don't know like it sounds like a five-year-old a six, mm-hmm. like, like my fucking kid's age yeah you know what i mean i'm trying to imagine like this thing i was like holy fuck like if my kid my kid's smart but like that dude had to fucking like be like, well, I need to find, I need to, I need to get a job. Yeah. Imagine Odd having a fucking job. No. Yeah. Right. No. Lover, no, but no. No. Yeah. No, no. What's it called? What's it called? It's my kid. Yeah. Yeah. Probably immediately start marauding. Mm. Josephine would. Okay. No. We don't have time for it anyway. But. But yeah, and I mean, from there, like, there isn't. Again, there's not a whole lot of plot to this movie. Like we just. They sort of form this bond and then eventually move on to, uh, you know, the this trapping or fur company's journey ends at, you know, the one place there is. Yeah. Which is the, like, the trading post fort place, Fort yeah. Tilicum. Um, and then, you know, uh, Cookie and King Lou are separated for a while and they reunite at the trading post mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, strike up a bond again. Yeah. And... Yeah. It's so funny how it happens, too, because it literally is just like... You know, it's like, well, I got a, I got a bottle back in my place. You want to just drink that? Be but, cheaper than drinking here. And then they just basically end up moving in together. Yeah, I, and I though they just immediately fall into this domestic rhythm. You yeah, know, they sort of meet. Oh, like, like, folks, I'm sorry. I need. To, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I need to like say like when Rob says immediately, I mean like he's like, well, this is my house, and within like one or two minutes, fucking Cookie is sweeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they they meet at a bar, go back to King Lou's like shack. Yeah. Um, and like King Lou goes off to chop wood and Cookie just, again, being someone who just doesn't entirely know what to do with himself, but is also drawn to, you know, what can I do to, to, to help you to help just starts, you know, it's like, just start sweeping and they they fall like, and 
they do again like it's this rhythm where king lou is doing you know sort of traditional man's work and cookie is doing this sort of more traditional feminine domestic work yeah um and like there are something i wanted to touch on because I, i don't entirely know what to make of it myself there are these moments in this movie and a couple of other of Kelly Reichardt's movies that walk right up to the edge of homoeroticism, mm-hmm. um, you know, particularly when she's dealing with like male friendship, mm-hmm. and without ever totally committing to it. Yeah. Um, like I, this movie, at the textual level, is just a movie about a friendship. Yeah. But, like, it is also about two men who live together and, you know, again, sort of fall into, like, traditionally gendered roles. Yeah. Um, within that domestic partnership. Yeah. Um, and, like, if you wanted to read in a gay subtext, I think that you, you could. Yeah. No, no, I um, think you absolutely could. Yeah. 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 But I also, like, I also don't know that you need to. No. Like, there's this... Uh, the thing that I was thinking of is there's this moment in another one of her movies, Old Joy, mm-hmm. which is about... It's, again, just a very low-key, understated movie about two friends going on a hiking trip together. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this moment where, you know, the, the movie climaxes as much of it as it has a climax where they just sort of visit these hot springs. And there's this moment where one of the friends just sort of starts to massage the other friend's back in the hot, hot springs. And there's this cut to them like walking away from the hot springs in silence and it's almost the end of the movie. Yeah. And you could if you wanted to you you could read into that cut like what happened between him starting to massage mm-hmm. him and them like putting their clothes back on. Yeah. Cuz like the moment like again it takes an intimate turn. Yeah. But it's like it's also like it it's one of those hinky things where like could be homoerotic or it could just be that we read any like physical male yeah. intimacy as homoerotic and yeah that isn't a subtext that needs to exist yeah no yeah yeah, yeah. no i mean i mean and that's the thing it made me think a lot about like for instance like our friendship because yeah. like we are like two like like incredibly close like best friends that like literally do live together yeah you know what i mean right like and like like my kids call you uncle like, mm-hmm. like, 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 we're about as close as two men can be. Yeah. And like, and like, I would never give you a fucking background. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, like, maybe, maybe, what, you, maybe if your wife depended on it, I am. You did literally help groom me earlier today. That's, did I? Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I gave myself a haircut, but couldn't do the back and you helped me with it. I did. No. And then do you remember what I said? What was that? I, I was like, I was like, it's so fucking cool having friends. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Because like, because like the thing was like, yeah, like I was like fucking like touching. I was right up fucking on you too doing it because I had to like touch your back to get in there close. And I was like, this is totally not weird. We yeah. are just two friends and I am doing this because I want to see my baby shining. You know what yeah. I mean? But, 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 and that's the thing. And that's why like, I, I really liked the pairing of these two movies, and not to talk about our second movie, right? Mm. Too much, but like, but like, these are two movies that like, I know Dudes Rock has become kind of a meme, you know what I mean, right? Right? But like, but like, I don't know, maybe that's just a Twitter thing, I don't know if everyone's on Twitter, but like, but like, truly, there is something beautiful and truly unique about the friendship that, that uh, about a friendship that can develop between two men, like not like a group of men, right? Which is beautiful in its own right, and we're in like a friend group, mm-hmm. but like, but truly between like two men, right? That like that like like there is something really beautiful that can happen here. And I think like ultimately like that is what this story is about more than anything. Yeah, it, I mean the uh 
the uh, like the the first the first thing you see when you turn on this movie is just a quote. Yeah. Um, from William Blake, which is I wrote it down. Um, yeah, 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 I forgot it. It's uh, the bird a nest, a spite the spider a web, man friendship. Yeah. So just the being defined by the thing that it creates. Yeah. You know the the impact that it leaves on the world. That is the thing that defines it. And yeah. for a bird, it is a nest. For a spider, it is a web. And for humans, it is relationships. It is exactly. friendship. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I like. That idea, I think, is even um, reflected in the form of the film. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this the, this movie and a few of our other movies are shot in the Academy ratio, which is it's just a boxier. Um, this is what we have you on the aspect podcast. ratio. It's I think one by one point three seven. I, think, you're I right. think. Yeah, I think you're Shut right. Shut the fuck up. Well, but well, you, you know, know it's it's know. not widescreen. It's narrower. It's yeah. not quite a square, but it's close to a square. Yeah. And that's you know that is a, it's the reason it's called the Academy ratios because for a while that was the like, especially in like the thirties and forties that was like the standard film stock ratio. And basically all like standard movie films shot in Hollywood were shot on that ratio. And then eventually, like, you know, when, like, more widescreen technology... And that it, that it, they were shot that way just because that was the way that you could get film stock to look. Yeah. Like, the technology was more limited. And eventually, when, like, you could get more widescreen photography, uh, film stocks, you know, the, a lot of the time they did shoot in that. And they particularly mm-hmm. shot in those widescreen formats for westerns, you yeah. know? Because those, you know, that widescreen panoramic... Uh, photography style really emphasized the landscape and the grandeur of the American West. And again, this is a Western that de-emphasizes the landscape in its very form. You know, it doesn't go for grandeur, it goes for intimacy. Because when you narrow the frame like that, it... It takes the emphasis off of the things around the people and puts the emphasis on the people. Yeah. You know, it... It takes the, you know, there's less room for your eye to wander. Yeah. And you just have to focus on the actual forms in the space, the people. You know, there's there's this, to get even more pretentious with it. um, Oh, bro, no, this is fascinating. Yeah, there's this Ingmar Bergman quote that Mm. the... Is that the lady that played the angel in uh, Constantine? (laughs) That's... No, that's that's Tilda Swinton. Oh, okay. Um, kind of sounds similar. There is an actress named Ingrid, Ingrid Bergman <laughs> um, from Casablanca and other films. Oh, um, she's a dime. She's no Lauren Bacall. <laughs> but Ingmar Bergman is a Swedish filmmaker. You know, one of those those great capital I important filmmakers directed like The Seventh Seal and Persona. And, that's where I know yeah. him? Yes, yeah. But has this quote that the 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 greatest subject. I'm gonna. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but the. Well, you probably said it in Swedish, so you're doing well, it. Yes, anyway. but that the the great subject of film is the human face. Mm. And he was also someone who shot in mostly the Academy ratio, and I think that in large part, I don't know if exclusively for that reason. Again, you know, I think it, part of that was probably technical limitations. But again, like the Academy ratio, that boxier format emphasizes the face. Yeah. You know, and when you, when you put a close-up in the Academy ratio, you're basically getting just all face. Yeah. And, again, it just gives you a more intimate, a more personal um, experience. And that's not to, like... 
I'm not saying, and I'm not, not to like badmouth widescreen filmmaking. I love John Ford and those big epic technical or westerns. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. But like, uh, there is purpose behind the decision to shoot, you know, even like just at like the very basic level of like, you know, what, what shape do we want our film to be? Literally mm-hmm. what shape? Like, there is purpose in that. There is oh, meaning man, in that. That's rough. And what? Well, I farted. Oh, you did fart. Okay. Well, I was pretty much done anyway. I'm glad we. I'm glad we've been brought. Isn't that the podcast in a nutshell? Like, and not not to like. And I'm not. I'm not upset. Like I think that's perfect. Like because that was me literally smelling my own farts for a minute, and then you've you've offered your own. I've offered my own. Yeah. No. It is, I'm sorry. I had meatless bites. I had. I, they're very high in protein. They do terrible things for my farts. No, uh, no, no. That's really interesting. Uh, no, <laughs> like, no, I actually like listen to that more than I normally do. Not that I don't find you interesting, but that I have a hard time listening to literally everything. I know. So yeah, it's part of my thing, folks. If you don't know, I have incredibly unmedicated ADHD. So <laughs> if you're mad at me for that, it's actually ableist of you. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> what's it called? No, um, what's it called? Uh, no, it's it's no, I I I I know what you're talking about because like. I think like there is a part of like westerns that like I mean like I mean like the subject is almost as much I mean they're fucking called westerns like, yeah. like 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 the subject is almost as much like the actual setting as it is like any of these fucking people yeah you know what I mean but like this is a movie where in like okay yes we're in the Pacific Northwest blah 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 but like really this is the story of these people mm-hmm. of of all of them you know what I mean I mean obviously King Wu and uh, Kuki are the main characters but mm-hmm. like but 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 you see like it, it's not like I, I forget what it's called but like one of those movies where like, you only see from their perspective like no like you you you, you see other people you but I, one of the things I like about this movie is you do get a real sense of the community once it, exactly once it, once it arrives exactly. at a community you yeah know, this trading post does again have this it, it feels you know very western in a lot of ways just in it, it is a you know a clearly a frontier environment um but like again so many westerns are set in this like prototypical like almost idyllic frontier community yeah like because again like as we've talked yeah. about in a, in a few episodes like the the sort of archetyp arch, archetypical western narrative is like you know a man who's skilled with violence defending this like nascent outpost of civilization that is very idealized yeah from yeah. like some sort of external violent threat yeah yeah and it doesn't matter where like we're like we're like the western whether it's supposed to be in colorado california texas mm-hmm. arizona new mexico like like, right. like no matter where it's supposed to be i mean all of those towns in in those westerns not all but but, but for the most part look exactly the same yeah you know what i mean right right yeah, they all have the same like yeah. Saloon and yeah, yeah. store, dry yeah. goods store. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like oh, is it gonna, like the big difference. Like oh, is it going to be an Arizona Ranger or a Texas Ranger? That like right. you know, right, right, or a U.S. Marshal or whatever. But 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 that's the thing. Is that yeah? Sorry, continue. Yeah, we we really do get a sense of this community. And and, and it's the the way that the community is depicted is so interesting because it like again it is kind of brutal and muddy and deglamorized and very much not ideal. But like it is in a weird way, kind of... Idyllic? Not idyllic, but... Like, um... It's egalitarian in a way. Yeah. Like, there, there is a clear, like, power structure. And we'll get yeah. into that in a second. But, yeah. like, beyond that, like, it... And I think the most interesting... One of the most interesting things is how much of a melting pot it is. Yeah. Like, they go out of the way to, like, emphasize, like, there are Native Americans here. Yeah. There are uh, French Asians Canadians. here. There are French Canadians. There are... There's... Uh, there are black people there. Yeah. Like, it's not just some, you know, cookie-cutter white bread, like... No. yeah. 
John Ford thing. No. It's, you know, it's it's a genuine melting pot. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. When King Lou says everyone is here, I mean, and that's the thing, is that like, is like King Lou, I mean, he's like a Chinese guy that speaks perfect English, and they're mm-hmm. just kind of like, huh, weird. Okay, right, right. And the only thing that's weird about it is that they're like, oh, he speaks perfect English. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Right, you know what I mean? But like, but like, but like, it's not, like, 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 like him and Cookie being friends, him being a, a Chinese man, and Cookie being a white, like, American, is not, like, no one's like, Huh, that's weird. Like, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. who gives a shit? And, like, you know, there's there's always music. I, I think even, like, the chief factor it has, like, a native wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That it, Like, like it's all just, like, yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, continue. And, like, you know, there's, there's like, there's constantly music playing. Yeah. But, like, even the music is, like, constantly kind of out of key a little bit. Yeah. It's, like, very, it's messy, but, like, they're trying. Exactly. And, like, like just another weird random detail. The There's, like, one shot of, like, a fiddle player... Who, and the fiddle player, for whatever reason, is played by Stephen Malcolmus. Yeah. From Pavement. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, just weird. But, yeah. 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 Such is life. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. They had fucking Odo play goddamn... Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm... Wait, I'm surprised you... You know Odo? Oh, no, I read the Wikipedia. Oh. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I have no idea who the fuck that guy was. Oh. I thought he was... I, I was really excited to talk about Deep Space Nine. Let's go. No, I, I never seen it. No, I... Rob, I... 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 Buddy, but... Oh, hold on. You opened the door to talk about Odo, okay. a, a shape-shifting man who lives in a bucket. Oh! Um, okay, that's who I thought Odo was. Yeah. You no, know, no, I knew that there was a cum man on it. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. So it's the one man I know. Yeah. 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 It's honestly, it is my favorite Star Trek. Yeah, I there's love him, and then there's time. Riker, who I think I'm Riker. He's from. Uh, no, you're definitely not a Riker. Why am I not Riker? You're not Riker. Wait, he's like really cool and a ladies' man, right? Sh- shut the fuck up. You're not Riker. What have I said? to He's also you? from uh, the Next Generation, not Deep Space Nine. Excuse uh, me. Who the hell can keep track? Yeah, I'm sure he uh, pops up in a couple of episodes of Deep Space Nine because there's a lot of like cross contamination. But the action, there are only two uh, characters who were regulars on both series, and that was uh, Worf, the famed Klingon warrior, mm-hmm. and me- sole Klingon member of Starfleet. Mm-hmm. And there was also uh, Miles O'Brien, the uh, you're yeah you're O'Brien. Uh, what am I, O'Brien? Yeah, you're O'Brien. What? Wait, why am I O'Brien? Because he's bad. <laughs> no, but he's also he's just kind of like he's just like he's like the like the transporter tech. Like he's just kind of like the one like he's just sort of the one dude. Like he he's introduced in uh, um, the next generation is just kind of like the dude who works the transporter, and they, like, cut to him every once in a while. He's not, like, he's not even, like, the head of engineering or something. He's literally just the dude who presses the button to be like, yep, beam him up. He's just a dude working a job. That's right. But then, like, over the course of the next generation, eventually becomes, like, an actual character with, like, an inner life and, like, I think a wife. Mm -hmm. And then by the time they, like, start the next show, Deep Space Nine, they, like, bring him on as a series regular. Mm. And, like, so he's just a... A dude with a job who never really stops just being a dude with a job. That's right. But, like, eventually has, like, credits billing. That's right. Top that's credits right. billing. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Just just out of just out of fucking nowhere ends up being dumb man, which yeah. is which is really the, the story of me. But it's also kind of like every time there's, like, an O'Brien story, they're like, wait, why? <laughs> <laughs> but no one thinks that about me. Yeah. Everyone's super interested in everything I say and do. Every single person. Yeah. No, but anyway, I'm Riker. Uh, moving on. <laughs> but we should... So, like... Eventually, after, like, an hour, a plot arrives. Yes. Um, which is that, you know... There's a fucking cow. There's a cow. There's the... The, the first, first cow. The first cow in the territory. Yes. Um, but really, the, the idea is that Cookie and King... Um, 
you know, they're they're too they are pretty low on the totem pole. Yeah. You know, but have dreams of something bigger. Yeah. You know, um, King Lou is, you know, this very worldly man who's been all over the world, you know, working on like shipping and trading voyages yeah. and, you know, would like to, to be, you know, some sort of merchant with some yeah. status yeah. and, um, Cookie, you know, being a gentleman would like to do something in the hospitality industry, you know, yeah. open a hotel. Or yeah. Which I think a- is so, is so poignant because Cookie is a man who has been basically, on the move since yeah. he was a small boy and the one thing the one thing he wants to do is just stop moving but it's but also the way he frames it is i want a place for people who are traveling to stay exactly like he wants to take care of people like him yeah exactly who have not been cared for which is so sweet yeah yeah and but he's also a very skilled baker yeah he's, he's a cook but like you know when we meet him he's just the guy who like has you know is kind of failing to make hard tech not out yes. of like a lack of skill just lack of material exactly um, yeah 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 i mean well that's the thing is that, is that this is a time again where like i mean at one point like 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 i, I think it's king lou says is like i'm fucking sick of, or he didn't say fuck right 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 <laughs> yeah right. well so fun fact the funniest thing about i'm sorry this has nothing to do with anything but the funniest thing about fucking deadwood is that like? Is that like? They say like cocksucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. They say cocksucker and motherfucker, and they say all that. But the reason why they say that is because even though yes, it's admitted that that is anachronistic. Mm-hmm. The reason why they say it is because the actual way that people back then swore was they'd be like concern it and fern it, and like like yeah. they would talk like well, fucking I mean, Yosemite Sam, and they were like they literally said the guy who who's the guy that did it David Milch. Yeah, David Milch was like no, they would all have sounded like Yosemite Sam, and no one could have taken it seriously. So we had but, to update I mean, the way that they. Some talked. of my favorite things when they they give you a real out of left field like yeah. insult like I love like hoopalehead yes <laughs> hoopalehead Hoople Hoople is so fucking good yeah. I forgot about hoopalehead I'm gonna start using hoopalehead yeah. God we should so start good. using hoopalehead it's so good oh yeah. my god because it's like because I don't know what it means but I know exactly what yes, it means exactly. yes exactly yeah yeah, yeah. but but no, but but he's basically like but King Lou says like I'm so sick of these god of this fucking or, or this uh, or this dang old concern it. A uh, 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 flour and water bread, which is like, buddy, have you ever had just flour and water bread? Yeah, it is. That is so rough. Right. Yeah. But but Cookie is actually a skilled baker mm-hmm. and could give people something more than flour and water bread. Yeah. And you know, as King Lou sees, because King Lou is sort of, you know, Cookie is more of the artist and King Lou is more of the man with the vision. You know, and he sees like I'm King. <laughs> Absolutely, King Lou. And you know, Cookie is saying, you know, if I just had some materials, if I had some milk and some sugar, I could, I could really make something that people would like. Yeah. And King Lou knows, okay, if we had those things, we could actually make a start for ourselves in this That's world. Right. You know, we could have more than this little shack that, like, only kind of has walls. That's right. Um, That's right. As you know, in our relationship, I'm the man with plans and ideas. But <laughs> <laughs> everyone, that's the one thing people would say about me is that Matt, you are a man with a plan. Yeah, but uh. Um, yeah. So they they so there's this cow. But, but like before we get there, like he also made like earlier that he, King Lou has made the point that like people like us, there is no way for us to get ahead, you know, because we don't have anywhere to start. Mm-hmm. You know, if we want to start a business or something, we need capital. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah. He literally. That, I think that's like a direct quote. Yeah. 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 And we don't have any. The only way to get it is by like absurd luck. 
or, or theft. Yeah. 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 And no, I, I think as he says, or a crime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing. Is that like, is that like, it really is hammered home. It's like, look, it's not that we can't do this. It's that we literally, because of just how things are, do not have the facilities in order to do it. Yeah. Right. Right. And it kind of hammers home this whole point of like, look, we're all just fucking here. Mm-hmm. Right. It just happens that chief factor lives in an actual house and we are in basically like a step above it, it, it it's whenever you upgrade your civilization in a, in a real-time strategy game one one level that's it's, it's it's the second level yeah they're they're a bit above like uh like just just dirts. a tent yeah, yeah exactly yeah but yeah. like not any not no yeah like i was looking at that house and i was like and i was kind of like and i was kind of marveling i was like it's so insane how people back then just had to like basically be like all, like all about jack of all trades handyman. Yeah, but, but I was like, but I was like looking at it and I was like, Rob and I could put that together. Yeah, like Odo's house is literally just bark. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He just yeah. tied some bark together. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's it's an entire society of people it's it's end up being like, I desperately don't want to freeze to death. Yeah. But I'm yeah. also not really sure how not to Exactly, yes. But here I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so anyway, yeah, there the big the big news in town is that uh, Chief Factor, who yeah. is like the governor, maybe like. So I look. I looked it up. I looked it up. Okay. He's so so a factor, right? Which in parentheses is he like the head of the trading company? Uh, yeah. Or well, not even the head of the trading company. He's basically well, like their their regional representative. Exactly. That's what he yeah. is. Yes. Yes. Like yes. there isn't even government here. No. He's no. Ju- He's just—he's literally like the boss of the one industry yeah, in town. This is like this is this is an anarcho-capitalist society. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, but this guy, Chief Factor, who who's the big boss in town, um, has imported a cow, mm-hmm. um, because he likes milk with his tea. You know, again, he's like the one person with like a real house. Yes. Yeah. Like, 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 like and folks, like an honest to god house, like an yeah. actual house. Like he has a house with like furniture and, and painted fucking walls. paintings. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um. So he he wants milk for his tea. So yeah. he imports a cow. Yeah. And King Lou and Cookie hatch a plan that, you know, they're going, if they're going to bake something for someone, you know, they are going to need milk. So in the dead of night, they're going to steal some milk and Cookie is going to bake some oily cakes. And he bakes some oily cakes. And I just, again, to pause on a detail that I love, like when Cookie, in the actual like heist of the stealing of the milk, like Cookie just... (sighs) Talks to the cow like, like it's his so friend, sweetly. so gently. Like, like the, we 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 know that like there were supposed to be two cows and like, like one three of them, cows. Yeah, yeah, and one and the other two died on the voyage. And yeah, like, yeah, it was it was the cow's calf, and uh, and they keep calling it hilariously her husband. Yeah, Cookie. Yeah. Cookie says, "I'm sorry. I heard about your husband. I'm very sorry." Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he consoles the cow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, just just a purely like 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 lawful good man. Yeah. Yeah, not lawful. Well, like, but like neutral good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like absolutely, like just, just a gentle soul. Just like, just like one of those people you just meet and you're just like, I don't know about you, because like I am not neutral good. Like that no. is not. I am chaotic neutral. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, and, and like I'm not bad, but I'm, 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 I have my moments. Anyway, yeah. Like, 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 but that's the thing. But, but just one of those people you just meet, you're just like, man, you got something, man, and that's beautiful. Not for yeah. me, but that's beautiful for you. That's a yeah. great. I love that. You know what? The the thing the kids say today. Love that for you. Love right. that for him. Yeah, 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 like absolutely, yeah. And so he he makes these oily cakes, and they are good. Yeah, you know, like the first, which I guess are just for reference, is like a beignet. 
It's like it's like it's like, it's like fried a donut, dough, basically. Yeah, yeah. Which honestly, it's such a winning recipe. It's such a simple thing that's so good. Yeah, like you just you watch him just plop these little dollops of dough in some like boiling lard. Yeah. And pull it out and eat it, and it it like everyone's reaction is orgasmic. Yeah. And like it just it looks so good. Yeah. It's so simple. Yeah. But just. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. Like, you don't need anything more than that. That's all you need. And they, they go up to the trading post and they sell it and everyone's reaction is just... I just It's clearly the first good thing anyone has tasted exactly. in so long. Exactly. Yeah. 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 He it, has he has brightened the day of everyone he interacts they with. They literally... Like, like people are people have been like, this reminds me of my... And this killed me. This reminds me of my mother. Like... Like, Big burly frontier dudes exactly. and furs, like almost fucking having fried. like a Proustian yes. reverie, exactly over fried dough, exactly. Yeah. yeah, which is like such a I I love that so yeah. I love that scene so much because it is just like the unifying thing about humanity of just like just like a little bit of fried dough, like that's yeah. all you need. like 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 we really some flour, some sugar, it's some baking so soda. easy yeah. to be happy. You put a little honey, you put a little salmon yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh, mamma mia, and and that's the thing. And we make it. So fucking hard, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To like, like, like it's honestly like it's not actually that hard to be happy, but at the same time, it's also sometimes seems like a like an impossible feat. Yeah, you know what I mean. And um, and 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 and, but anyway, no, 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 no but continue, continue. But like, so, so, a, like everyone loves the the oily cakes. Like even even Chief Factor, played by played by the great. English thespian Toby Jones comes yeah. down and tries the... Oh, my God. Sorry. When I saw him, I was so... He's yeah. the... Per- like, there is no way I think you would have been a more perfect British character actor to play this man. Yeah. Like, it is... It is Because per- he's, like, both, like, immensely British and also, like, kind of, like... Like, 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 I don't like. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not like overwhelmingly British. You know what I mean, right, mm-hmm. right, right. But you know what? But he's but, English. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, but he's clearly English, and also just like this perfect mix of both, like, of both, like, not threatening, like, physically. Yeah. But like, I don't want to say like menacing, but you know what I mean, like, yes. kind of halfway between threatening and menacing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All the same. Yes. But, and you know, has to be a threat because yes. he is like the. Uh, you know, he's they're stealing from they're, him. They're, they're stealing from him, and he's the boss. Yes, they're stealing from the one person of authority in this yes. place. All of these tough men with guns who who are who are no strangers to both violence, uh, both 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 being inflicted upon them and dealing it to others, mm-hmm. and have no hesitation doing that. Are at he's the one paying them. Yes. he's the piper calling the tune, and he has that has to be. Believable. That's not the saying. Yeah, I, we got it. <laughs> okay. But it also he also has to be able to sell like when he tries the oily cake he has as much of he's more of a reverie than anyone else he has like a whole monologue about like I taste London in this cake exactly yeah because like he he is because he too fucking doesn't want to fucking be here necessarily he, but yeah no it's it's clear like he's got this whole relationship with this like American naval officer or something mm-hmm. where like he's he's so desperate to impress like the cause, like because he's the biggest fish in this little pond. Yeah. But like wants so badly to be a fish in any other fucking pond. Exactly. He's like so desperate to impress this like the outsider with yeah. authority. Well not yeah. even to impress not even to impress him. Not not even to impress him. He says, and it's perfect to humiliate him because this guy makes fun of their little of Fort Tillicum, mm-hmm. right? And so he's just like, I want it. He basically says, I mean in, in an incredibly British way, he basically says to him, 
basically, and I'm paraphrasing here, I want him to eat his fucking words, this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, he just, like, he clearly, There's like, this whole, he has this whole weird, because he tastes the oily cake, and then he comes up with this weird scheme to, like, this American sailor has, or naval officer has, like, a a love of clafu tea. Yeah. But he's like, I'm going to show him that we're, you know, I'm going to show him by having you, Cookie, bake a great clafu tea. Yeah. And then, like, Cookie shows up with the clafu tea and they don't even eat it. Yeah. Like, it's it's entirely to show off and be like, look, we have civilization here, yeah. too. We made a clafu tea. Yeah. Yeah. Ignore the fact that this man has a hole in his shoe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. But by that point, he has new boots. Yeah. No. I. I oh, I love the scene of uh, when for Cookie first arrives in the trading post. The he, with his earnings, he buys himself brand new boots and like tucks his pants into the boots to walk through town just so everyone can see him. And yeah. And Odo was like, "Those are some fine boots, son." Yeah. No, not just Odo. Like I think like two or three people there are just like nice boots. Yeah. Yeah. And then like as soon as he's done with his lot walk, he like sits down in like a, a stump and like like puts his pants back over the boots because yeah. he he can only like strut his stuff for so long before rever- reverting back to his like natural modest self that's right yeah that's right yeah yeah much like me <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> but <laughs> got the demon laugh out of me but no but 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 anyway but back to the claw food tea and that's the thing is that is, is that is that this this scene Right, like, 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 cause this is supposed to kind of be like their last big score, right? Kind of, yeah. kind of, yeah. Because yeah. this movie is kind of a weird, incredibly understated heist movie. In yes, a way. Yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, They're then, like, we've almost got enough money that we could yeah. open an incredibly modest hotel in San yeah. Francisco. Well, and that's the thing. And that's the thing is that I ultimately, so going into this movie, you know what I did? I was, I was, I was like, all right, first Cal, like, what is it? My first. I'm not gonna say what my first thought was because it's. A little racist, but what's it called? I I think you already said. But what what, what did I say? Something about Hinduism. But what? oh, I didn't say. Well, I didn't say it. But yes, that is what I. I know I said it to you off pod. That's what I thought it yeah. was. And I was like, oh, cool. I like I like Indian movies. But all right, <laughs> fucking Lagan rocks. Uh, anyway, what's it called? No, I think the only one I've seen. Uh, Bennett like Beckham doesn't count. But okay. anyway. What's it called? Um, or does it? I don't know. Anyway, moving on, right? But, 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 so I read the description, and it kind of is just like, it, I mean, it kind of, the, the description of this, at least on Prime, was basically like, yeah, it's kind of a heist movie about a cow. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, right? And so I was expecting something like, I was like, I wasn't sure exactly what I was expecting, but I was expecting something kind of like, because right, I was a little bit like, well, 1820 is a little early, mm-hmm. right, for that, right? right? But I was like, okay, so I was kind of saying basically like, 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 um, uh, oh, what is it? Uh, 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 the good, the bad, and the ugly, but, like, about a cow. You know what I mean? <laughs> Instead of gold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, we'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's the thing, is that it is, like, I think you can make an argument that this is absolutely a heist movie, right? Uh-huh. And, and, but, and, and that's the thing, though. But it's also... But it's, also it's also the kind of heist movie where they will show, like, an extended shot of, like... A woman just grinding wheat. Yes. Because they want you to think about labor. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. And that's the thing. Is that like... Is that and, and it's also just like this idea of like... Of like... These are two men who have had to like endure like... Like hardship that you and I will never know. Yes. You know what I mean? Just yes. never. Like, 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 like you and I... Like so much shit would have to go wrong for us to not know where our next meal's coming from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like, 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 you know, and it's not like you, you and I have had hard times in our lives, but like, not like this. Not like this. Like, these are men who could do everything right and still 
not know where their next meal's coming from. Yeah. And so there's like this pervasive kind of a because like they make a lot of money. Like they make so much money that they're like, this isn't safe for us to keep in the house. Right. Like they make like like, like they do like the equivalent of like a high school drug dealer who's like, yeah, oh point, no. At one point, like there is like a bidding war over oily cakes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which like which like you can tell like 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 is like like I mean insane. But yeah. but but that's the thing, right? Right. And so like and so there keeps being like one more. We got to just do one more, right? Because mm-hmm. they kind of keep being like, okay, I think it's time to move on. Like this is really dangerous, right? And then it's kind of like, no, no, no. Like it'll be all right. It'll be all right, you know. And and mm-hmm. and 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 that's the thing. This is supposed to be kind of like their last one, last score. Mm-hmm. And then it. Yeah, I mean, I. I think that we should. I, I, there are. I mean, there I'm, is... I'm just saying that kind of like underlies like 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 I think like. That really underlies kind of like the 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 desperation, right? That is pervasive yeah. throughout this community. That like that like it almost kind of doesn't matter how much uh, capital you accumulate. You kind of are always like, okay, but then what if something happens? Like you know what I mean? Someone could just come and take it. Exactly. Yes. 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 Yeah. There is it. Yeah. No. They, I think King literally says at one point, "We need a bank," and so they just start talking about. <laughs> they start talking which about tree which tree in. is the best to put it. In. Yeah. 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 But. Uh, like, I, I do, we don't have time to go through, like, by beat everything that happens from here, but, like, I do want to talk about the endings. Yeah. Um, like, um, I mean, they, what ha- just in brief, they get found out, you know, they have to go on the run. Um, hold on. So they get caught. <laughs> <laughs> we had to take a break for Matt to take a shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, mama mia. They get caught. Um, they sure do. Yeah, and I mean, they go on the run. Um, again, the movie, the movie turns into sort of, again, just sort of like a very weird, understated like chase movie. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, but like, yeah, well, because they they keep kind of like bumbling their chase, but also the people pursuing them seem to be for people that are professional trackers, really bad at tracking. Yeah, I mean, they're being led by like train spotting's you and Bremner. Yeah, who, like it seems mostly to want to like complain about how he can't find anyone to. Play cribbage with, yeah, 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 um, yeah, but, yeah. Which also kind of makes sense because these are men. It's just like they've been stealing my milk. Find them and kill them, and it's kind of just like, yeah, okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they never get caught. They get what they get done in because they're they're running in the dark, and Cookie trips and falls down a hill and like yeah. injures himself somehow. Yeah, and is just sort of. Like slowly, slowly succumbing to his injuries after yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Although, although it is kind of, although, although I did what I do with every one of your movies is that everything can be afterwards. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't get all of that. I know myself well <laughs> enough. What's it going on? Uh, uh, and so, and so, and so, it's kind of implied, I think, that like, yes, they do end up getting killed by, or at least King Lou does end up getting killed by the people tracking them because they are being tracked, but they don't know that they're being tracked. Necessarily, I don't know. That's no, what that's, that says. is not how I interpreted it. Okay, so how do you interpret it? I mean, because we begin with them finding two skeletons in the desert yeah. a couple centuries later. Yeah. Um, and the way the movie ends is, you know, Cookie is slowly dying, um, and they're they're settling in for the night. Or they, they're settling in because Cookie cannot walk anymore and just lies down, and King Luke kind of says, yeah, I think this is, like, kind of, you know, to massage it a little bit. It's like, yeah, we can take a rest here for the night, you know. Um, and, you know, Cookie kind of drifts away, presumably to his death. And, you know, King Lou is trying to sort of, you know, 
gently talk him through and is saying, you know, well, putting a good spin on things, like, I'll take the first watch. Yeah. And there's this moment where, you know, after that, where Cookie has drifted away and King Lou is just sitting there in the dark and he's holding the bag of loot. And he looks down at the bag of loot almost to just be like, you know, he's he's gone. Yeah. I could just take this and go. Like, I could take the money. And he just... And this, again, this is all, like, very subtly played. Like, they yeah. don't... No, none they, of this is said out loud. None of this is explicit. It's not, it's not even, like, even the acting doesn't underline this. Again, yeah. like, you really, like... You when, have to have paid attention to the movie to understand what's going right. on. Right. And yeah. there were parts of it I didn't even really pick up on until the second time through. Yeah. But he looks down at the bag, and, like, I think what he's thinking is, I could take this and go. Absolutely. That's what I picked up from that, too, yeah. And then he's, he sets it, like, he seems to come to a decision... And he sets it aside, and in, rather than keeping watch, just lays down next to Cookie. And it seems to be that he is making the decision that rather than taking the money for myself, I'm going to stay here with my friend, even if it means I'm going to die. Yeah. And I assumed they just died of exposure. You know, they're out in the woods in the middle of nowhere, and, you know, he's staying with his friend. And, yeah. you know, I don't... You, know, you might be King Lou. <laughs> But, I mean, it. this is, it is a movie about how hard it is for anything beautiful to thrive. <laughs> under, for anything to be good. Yeah, under these conditions. Yeah. Um, you know, that their friendship cannot survive in this, this you know, brutal, as you put it, anarcho-capitalist, like, yeah. frontier colonialist hellscape. Yeah. Um, and... And how hard it is to to make anything beautiful under these conditions. You know, Cookie has this gift where he can make something that brings people pure joy. But the only way he can do that is through theft and is yeah. eventually killed for it. Yeah. You know, when the thing he is stealing is, you know, it, it's... It's it, milk. It's milk for someone's tea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like, and like, and it's not like he's stealing it for himself to consume selfishly. I mean, I mean, he is selling it, right? Right. right? This is a heist. But at the same time, he's also like... Providing a valuable service to the community in right. what he's doing. And I mean, he's the town baker. Yeah, there, there is this take. No, fucking, I'm sorry, real quick. Chief mm-hmm. Factor literally refers to him to like the the naval, like the captain, whatever. As oh, here's our baker. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like that, our like can be either communal or, or it can be possessive. possessive. Yeah. yeah, and I think for Chief Factor, it is it ultimately is possessive. possessive. Yes. Um, I mean, one of the last things we see in the movie is before Cookie and King Lou like make their final departure because again the chase is very roundabout and they spend yeah. a lot of time just sort of like in town yeah um but like before they make their final departure one of the last things they see is the cow with a fence around it yeah and just you know they're like the idea of ownership and property has solidified now yes. like this land of abundance that for a moment seemed like it was for everyone is now specifically for someone exactly um and it, and it is for the someone who has the money to pay the people with the guns exactly yeah yeah. Um, no, and, 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 and I think that that's a kind of a greater, you know, um, uh, commentary on, on, on our own system, right? That, 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 I mean, that you and I live in here. Like, for instance, like, I'll, I'll just speak for myself. Like, I've had, I've had 
the the last few days have been like, uh, like like I've had a good last few days. I've had a good you know right. I mean mm-hmm. this has been kind of a a hard week in some ways for me right. But then in other ways like I've had some genuine joy these last few days right. Mm-hmm. Right and it's been a good thing. And I also think of myself as like I'm the worst guy in the world. You know what I mean? I like I make people laugh. I'm an alright mm-hmm. guy. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not gonna be the best guy you ever meet, but I'm a, I'm fine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, right? Right, and you know, and there's something about me that you know people like and mm-hmm. brings joy to people. You know, I'm not, I'm not a good baker, but you know, I got something. Right, and 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 as do you, as does everyone, and yet like. And yet, like, regardless of all of that, regardless of who we are at our base, and regardless of the fact that we live in a world wherein, like, there truly, like, objectively just is enough to go around. At least I believe so. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> we still have to... We still have to submit ourselves to this system and find a way to fit in the machine. You know what I mean? Right? Is that ultimately it doesn't matter who I am and what I want to do. I need to find a way to fit into this society in order to, in order not to so much enrich myself, but in order to survive. You know what I mean? Right? Because truly, who am I enriching? I'm enriching my boss, right? As you are, as is every one of us who works for someone. You know what I mean? And that's just my, and of course I come from a very unique perspective, not a very unique perspective. Many people share my perspective, but, 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 but that is just a perspective. I, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but. Well, I, no, I, I don't think you're reading too much into it to say that this movie is anti-capitalist. Yes. Um, but I also think that there is this take that I heard a while back that I don't think is always true, but I do mm-hmm. think applies here. Mm-hmm. That every movie is, the, is about its own creation. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Um, and. Kelly Reichardt is someone who, you know, makes these these very non-commercial products that, you know, for at least a small segment of the viewing public like my sh- myself does bring a, a lot of great joy and isn't really asking a whole lot to make them. Her movies are very inexpensive, but it is... Yeah. This, this one, I think, cost $2 million. Yes. Which is, like, nothing. Yeah. It's... It, yeah. And it is still... Every time she gets to make a movie, it's, it's I, I imagine it must feel like getting away with something. It must yeah. feel like like a heist or yeah. a theft, you know, because yeah. it is increasingly diffi- difficult to make, to get movies like this made. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and thank God, honestly, for A24. Like, like, I really appreciate A24 because, like, I mean, like, who makes weird shit like this, right? I mean, I know other people do, but, like, I mean, this is an A24 joint, Mm -hmm. and A24 is kind of, like, you know, I know a lot of people kind of, like, play on, like, the, like, you know, what A24 is kind of doing to horror, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean, right, and to thrillers, but, like, at the end of the day, like, I don't know, like, I think, like, every A24 movie I've seen, at least, at least everyone that I can think of, has been, like, pretty good, you know what I mean, pretty good to, like, to, like, really good, like, I've enjoyed them, Mm -hmm. right, and I think that it's something that it's, like, I don't know, I mean, and I think, like, if there is, like, a, a late motif, one would say, of this podcast. It is, man, aren't the movies great? And doesn't it suck what the fuck they're going to become? You know yeah, what I mean? I mean... I don't know. Or they've already become... I don't know. I like a lot of A24 movies. I would resist romanticizing any production company. Well, yeah. I no, mean... No, no. They're all pedophiles, but... <laughs> not even that. I know. I know. Just, I mean... It, that, that parody. Like, even, even this movie was squeezed. You know, for its limited budget. Like, you know, I know that they... Wanted to shoot on film, and they couldn't shoot on film yeah, because it was yeah, too expensive. Yeah, and like, yeah. I think the movie still looks great. Yeah. But like, I think that <clears throat> Kelly Reichardt is the kind of purist who would prefer to have you know the 
richness that you get on film versus digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and maybe <laughs> um, I shouldn't. And maybe I shouldn't praise A twenty four specifically, but it's just it's just kind of like I'm just, they they do you know they are more willing to bankroll like which let I mean, it's kind of like look folks neo feudalism is the future you just gotta pick the the one that's the least bad at a certain point. But <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Um. But. Like. Every time she gets to make a movie, you know, it, it does still feel like a gift, you know, yeah. um, that there is a perspective and a style and a tone that is unique here. And just to, to highlight that briefly, there's there's a, a little moment. I know I've pointed out a lot of little moments, but this one has almost nothing to do with the plot. So I didn't like get to point it out at all. Just I, I think it is so beautiful and so indicative of what makes her special as a filmmaker. Um, there's this moment where, you know, in one of the various sequences where Cookie and King Lou are, are selling the, the oily cakes, you know, there's this shot of, you know, just the line of people waiting. And you see that the the the, the next person in line is just sort of this slight, oh, this slight younger man. Yeah, um, yeah, probably like about like 18, 19. Yeah, and if it, that... And a little scrawny. You know? yeah, uh, yeah. Probably someone a lot like Cookie, who yeah. is not really suited to this environment. Yeah, yeah. But, like, instead of, like, a baker, like, they gave him a musket, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, all, and that's all we see, really, is just this kid in the line behind him. You know, we don't see Cookie or King Lou. And off screen, we see King Lou saying, one more left. Or hear him saying, one more left. And... You know, a, a larger, more imposing, older trapper guy pushes past this scrawny kid to take to take the last one. And, you know, we don't see what King Lou's reaction is. We don't know what is going on with Cookie or King Lou. We just know that the big, strong guy got the last one and the small, scrawny guy didn't. And then um, he kind of, like, stands there for a little bit like he's going to say something. Yeah. But doesn't. And it she doesn't cut. For yeah. a while, she just holds on this guy and doesn't doesn't give us anything of Cookie and King Lou. Like, yeah, this man becomes like the temporary main character in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, even her main characters, they're not as gentle and as um, loving as they are. Like, they are, you know, they're just people. Um, they're not perfect. You know, there are, they're not the solve that like they don't really change the community they bring some joy to it but it is still you know the same largely brutal place that it was even when they introduce this you know this element to it like a lesser filmmaker would have their actions somehow change the community mm. like it doesn't like it just brings joy into people's life yeah. but the the systems that exist continue to exist and they're not even the center of the universe. There are all sorts of dramas occurring at the margins of the frame, you know, and and she takes the time to focus on those. Yeah. You know, there's there's a like a in the purest sense of the word, there is a democratic spirit yes. to her filmmaking. Yes, like a um, little D democratic spirit. Yes. yes. That everyone counts, you yeah. know. Even like chief factor, like even like the ostensible bad guy, like is a character who has an influence in. The, well, of course he does, but but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But from him to like this, like 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 little man, basically, yeah. like like everyone. I mean, I mean, I mean, and the funniest thing is that this is the man who is who we I think first I think first see him 
uh, what's it called? Uh, tying up the cow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? And, and and not even getting to fucking enjoy the benefits of this cow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, right? When, you know, they don't know that that's the benefits. But still, like, it, it, it is such a... Every... Like, this is... I've never seen anything this lady has fucking made. And I now want to see so much more of what she's made because the fact of the matter is is that, like, in this movie, in this movie, she is able to portray... I'm trying to think how to say... Like, like, it's not... It's like a fucking Bruegel painting, man. Like, it's not, right? But I know what you mean in terms of there are... There's so much going on. Yes. Yeah. There's so much going on. And you can, like, just focus it, right? And she and she does a really good job of, like... And it doesn't feel schizophrenic at all. Yeah. Right? Right, right, right. She's able to kind of, like, focus in on, like, a little piece of it. And, and, and then zoom out right back mm-hmm. to, like, the main set. Right? Yeah. And, it's, and, it's, and it's just fucking beautiful. And also, just, like, the theme of friendship... Yes. I'm just against everything. In this cold and unforgiving world, the thing that we have is each other. other. Exactly. Which is like, honestly, the thing that keeps me from blowing my fucking brains out some days. Like, 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 I mean, also, I mean, mainly my kids, but like, but like, that's, that's just another version of that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No. And that's the, yeah. Is that truly the thing that gives my life meaning? And I'm copying someone here that Mm -hmm. we all know and love. Right. But the thing that gives my life meaning is my relationship with others. Right. And I think that that's the thing that gives ultimately your life meaning. Like, who the fuck cares that you work for a goddamn car dealership? Who the fuck cares that I work for a fucking boutique with my pinky raised law firm mm-hmm. downtown, right? Who the fuck cares that I got, that I, that I even got the, the, the reason why people have said to me, largely when I told them I got the shot, congratulations, or once, hilariously, lucky you. <laughs> which, which I was like, honestly, when that person said that to me, I was like, Honestly, fair enough. Fuck me. Like, like this person honestly deserved it way more than I did. But anyway, but 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 no, it's because it's like, oh, isn't that great? There's a slightly less chance that Matt dies. Right. You know what I mean? Because and ultimately, like, and that's the thing is that like, what made me feel really happy about it was like, I, I was like, sweet, I have slightly less chance that I die. But also like, holy shit, if an idiot like me's getting it, then maybe everyone will get it. And isn't that lovely? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know, man. I mean, it is just, it's so beautiful. Just watch this fucking film, you pigs. And in in that spirit, I have something for you. What's that? I have a surprise. Just wait there for one second. I'm so excited. Sit sit, sit there for one moment. I'm seated. I'm I'm, I'm seated. Just we'll see we'll see how this gets edited. We may have to cut little bits of this, but. You dog. You dog! <laughs> <laughs> Folks, he made oily cakes! Yes, yeah, they Kelly Reichardt released the recipe for the oily cakes online. Oh so, my god! So I'm I made oily cakes. Oh, they're beautiful! Oh no. my god, I'm taking a picture! Holy fucking shit! Guys, he made oily cakes! So so I will say, I I made I, I was thinking about how best to do this. Yeah. And I, you know, I could have um, made these, like, today. And, you know, you would have known that I was making them. Yeah. Um, but I decided to prioritize <laughs> surprise over quality, so I made these last night. So you're getting day-old oily cakes. <laughs> don't um, care. And let me, I haven't had them in their current slightly staler form, but let me tell you, last night, fresh out of the lard that I yeah. cooked with, I've never bought lard before. It's yeah. interesting. But... 
they were fucking money. Oh my to god. To borrow the parlance of our next film. Oh my but god. We'll see how they hold up. But yeah, we've got some honey and some cinnamon. Yeah. And we're gonna take a quick break here, folks, to enjoy a couple of We drinks. are gonna take some we are gonna Oh my god. Blame stops until you do. Blame stops until you That's true. Go ahead. That from here on out, officially, on the record, it's always... Hold on. Do you want me to say it? Or do you want to build up to it? I want to build up to it. Build up to it, baby. It's always been true. It has. Absolutely. Yes. But now we can put it for, uh, you know, the historians (laughs) of the future who will write my biography and you will be a footnote in it. That, in fact, of the two of us, what is now true, Matthew? Rob... You are taller than me. Yes. It is it is known. You are absolutely taller than and me. And the reasons why that is true can stay between the two of us. It's okay. You can say if you no, want. No, I think it's better if it's between it the two better of us. It is better if it's between the two Because we, we, we shared a special moment. We shared a very special moment. Yes. yes. And that shouldn't... That's that's not for everyone. No, that's for you and I. Yes. That's right. But what is undeniably true, folks, is that... I am a short king. Yes, that is true. Short king. I am a short king. I am. I am. I am. I literally five nine and three quarters to Rob's uh, five ten and one quarter. Mm-hmm. And, but spiritually, I'm about five seven. <laughs> I would say. I would say I have the energy of a five seven man. Which honestly, I'm a short king. There you go. Rob. Yeah, Rob's a tall boy. All right. So let's talk about fucking swingers. Let's talk about swingers. Fuck it. Roll the trailer. We'll just start there. I don't want you to be the guy in the PG-13 movie everyone's really hoping makes it happen. I want you to be like the guy in the rated R movie. You're a bad man. You're a bad man. You're a bad man. In the city of Los Angeles, where everyone is a player. What do you guys do? Oh, I'm a producer. Mike can't even get a seat on the bench. Where do I know you from? You ever been to the Ha Ha Hole on, uh, on Pico? Oh, you're, you're a comedian. It's a, you know, it's a dream. You know, it's a lot of hard work and travel. I know where it is. Starbucks. He came in and, and asked me for an application. But now his closest friends are getting him back into the swing of things. Vegas, baby, Vegas! happens to be a $100 minimum bet table. Perhaps you'd be more comfortable at one of our lower stakes tables. How are you ladies doing this evening? What do you drive? Uh, Cavalier. <laughs> it's a nice touch. So how long do I wait to call? Two days is like industry standard. Well, how long are you guys going to wait to call your babies? Six, Six days. days. Miramax presents the film that had an entire country on its feet. You know what, big boy? You're grown up! Swingers. Hi, this is Nikki. 
have a message. Hi, uh, Nikki. This is Mike again. I, I just called because it sounded like your, your machine might have cut me off when I when I. Roger Ebert calls it sweet, funny, observant. Mikey's the big winner. Mikey wins. The movie that defined a generation. Hi, this is Nikki. Leave a message. Anyway, I think I was uh, weird or desperate. Or... Hello. Mike, don't ever call me again. Swingers. Wow. Get a nightlife. Welcome back from the, Welcome back from the channel. Swingers from 1990-something, directed 1996, by... 1996, directed by... Um, I want to say... Oh, I, I know the answer, but oh, what's your guess? Okay. I want to know your guess. I'm going to guess John Farveau. No, see, that's that's actually... He wrote it, though. That's what I thought that he directed it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but, in fact, it was directed by Doug Lyman, <clears throat> who uh, is hit or miss, but has directed a few movies I really like, including uh, The Bourne Identity and Edge of Tomorrow. So clearly, like he, pretty pretty different mode he ended up working yes, in, yes, but like, yeah. <laughs> but like, he, I didn't know that. Yeah, but <laughs> he will he will always have my favor. Like I will always pay attention when yeah. Doug Liman directs a movie because those those are two fantastic movies. Those are two great movies. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? Yeah, no, and 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 John Fargo for Favreau. But, Who's John Favreau? Is that the is that the pod save guy? No, they're literally both named John Favreau. That can't be. There true. isn't anyone named John Favreau that I know of. You're just dyslexic, apparently. I actually can I tell you? I think I'm I, I actually am dyslexic. How do you know if you're dyslexic? <laughs> you uh, someone um, some a medical professional decides that now. Am I too old but, to have that test? Probably not. Ooh. But Can I was, we do it and record it? I don't think that's a question you ask me. <laughs> well, what if I give you permission? What? Yeah, you come to the test with me. Again, it's not my permission you need. Whose that, permission do I need? It's a controlled medical environment. What is it? It's just rating. What? Why don't talk? If if you want, we'll talk to, off pod. We'll talk off pod. Well, what do you need me? <laughs> Well, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I want to share my life with you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, John Favreau, not the podcaster. The uh, weirdly, we'll get into this in a second. But like, weirdly, John Favreau, who wrote this movie and stars in it, is now maybe like maybe the most important director of yeah, all would, time. Maybe? Yeah, like 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 you're someone that like in sixty years people will study. I mean, I don't know about that because I don't know how interesting most of his movies are. But just in but, but no, no, no. I mean, like, no. I mean, in terms of like, 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 like. But he has weirdly become like maybe cultural not, importance. Maybe not the most, <laughs> the most singularly significant, but maybe the most representative of what Hollywood is now. Yes, exactly. That's like, what I mean. So he he went on to direct, uh, like he. What did he start? He started with Iron Man, didn't he? I mean, that's not where he started. Well, well, that's not where he started. But like, he made like. Zarathustra or whatever that fucking like Jumanji yeah. ass movie with yeah. space. He directed that and like Chef, um, but like which I saw in the theater. I saw Chef in the theater. Okay, which which I remember being like I remember watching it and like like Chef is a fine movie, mm-hmm. but like but like I remember like watching it and just being like, okay, where the fuck? I've always wondered that. Where the fuck do chefs get off being like, yeah, we're tough? It's like motherfuckers, shut the fuck up. No, you're like, you well, know what I mean? I mean. My understanding of uh, the like chefs are just men with BPD, thing, which I mean, yes, that's accurate, but also like 
every all of like I think like all of them are have like been to prison. Yes. My, my understanding of like the restaurant <clears throat> world comes entirely from like Anthony Bourdain. But, yeah. Like, they're all psychopaths who like maybe knifed someone in like Lagos. Yeah. Is yeah. That, yeah. Which is just insane to me. Yeah. Yeah. But. Anyway, so, yeah, Jean Favreau, like, up until, like, 2007, had, like, a perfectly normal, like, journeyman career where he, like, bounced from, like, weird project to weird project without really having, like... Yeah. Sometimes acting, sometimes writing. But, uh, yeah, and directing, but just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know... Wasn't well, like... I mean, he stars in Chef, too. Yeah. I think so, that's written, directed, and acted. Yeah, and, like, you know, movies okay. like Chef and, like, this, like, you know, they feel like a guy who kind of wants to be a, an auteur but doesn't really have the... The juice for it. You 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 said you said you got that from Chef, Chef and this. Just in terms of like. Oh oh yeah. Well I'll, well I won't speak for this, but I will say like for Chef like yeah like it was kind of like like it was very clear like he wasn't like trying to make any sort of like blockbuster movie that was gonna like like break any records or be anyone's like but like yeah Chef Chef I definitely understand that with you. I will fight you to the fucking death on this movie. Well it, not, uh, it, not, I'm not even talking in terms of quality. We'll get into quality in a second, but just in terms of like. This is a guy, you know, between this and Chef, it seems like, you know, he's a guy who, like, wants to be kind of an auteur, you know, but, like... No, I think that this is an auteur movie. Okay. I'm not talking about quality here. Just no, I'm let, not talking about quality either. Let me finish my fucking thought. Okay. Because I will, you know, um, wants to be an auteur, um, you know, is, is in that mode of, like, you know, going to make, you know character dramas and you know with a personal stamp mm -hmm. you know with that like this this movie was obviously you know <clears throat> a you know kind of a, an indie hit um but like everything after this for a while didn't really hit in the same way like okay, no, no one after chef was like that's that's the next woody allen yeah okay you know, all right yeah. that's fair okay okay as you were saying and you know kind of like bounce between project well, again like you know Zarathustra or whatever the hell, whatever the hell. Like, I literally don't even know just, what movie you're talking about. It's it's it was a movie based on another book written by the guy who wrote Jumanji, which was also about like people like kids playing a board game that like transported transported them to another world, but it was like space instead of the jungle. I thought the whole point mm. of Jumanji is that white people are evil. Also yes, yeah. but yeah. but it, but like you know it's it's <clears> just <throat> you know a total journeyman movie is yeah. my point. Like whatever pretensions <clears throat> he had of being an auteur, like. You know, he also just kind of seemed to, like, it didn't totally stick, you know, just kind of had to bounce between roles that didn't really, you know, were just kind of, you know, it's a job. You yeah. Know, a lot of, like, it's a job movies. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. Would you call him a jobber? For a while, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, despite starting off as this dude who wanted to be the next Woody Allen, in then in 2008 directs Iron Man, mm -hmm. and then from there has become just the franchise guy. Yeah. Um, you know, directed, um, like other, after launching the Marvel Cinematic Universe and yeah. like <laughs> kind of ensuring there would be no more kind of Woody Allen guys. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. What was it? First off, first off, what everyone wants to be is a Woody Allen guy. Let's okay. just start. <laughs> just in terms of that, the, yeah. the filmmaker more no, than no, the no, 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 no. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a film Jew from New York. Is yeah. is literally what he is. But also, like, that but, is like literally, yeah. Yeah, but also like yeah. is and I, by my under like has remained like an important you know producer and such in the MCU. Yeah. And oh like, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's directed, in all of them, yeah. But also, like, is just sort of like Disney, like one of Disney's biggest guys now. Yeah. He directed the Jungle Book and the Lion King. Yeah. The like 
quote-unquote live-action remakes. They're, you can't really call them live-action because it's Not still... Really. Yeah, yeah but different. Think, yeah, photorealistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. insane. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, I mean... I and mean, he's like, yeah. is like a... That's sort of one of the house directors on The Mandalorian. Yeah, Like, he's yeah. just kind of Disney's guy. Yeah, know? no, I, I think we've kind of talked about how, how it kind of seems like in some ways Hollywood is kind of going back to, like, its its roots. And not in, like, a good way, but in, in like, you know, insofar as, like... Like, 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 they're, I mean, I mean, basically, he's kind of reminds me of, like, you know, like, how it used to be, where, like, you would just have a contract with the actual company, you know what I mean? And you just work, like, 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 we're, you know, company men, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's kind of the closest thing, I would say, Disney has to being, like, their biggest company man, you know what I mean? He is a Disney guy who makes Disney movies. Kind of, yeah, I mean, I get what you're, I don't think that the, like, studio system of the 30s is going, yeah. is really mm-hmm. a... A great point of comparison, like what's going on. I believe on I'm now? talking out of my ass. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Oh, yeah. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can just say I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. I took a guess. This is based mostly off of me playing the. I don't know if you ever played this. You would have fucking loved this. There was like, uh, like fuck. What was it? There was a game called The Movies. Did you ever play that? I don't think so. There was a game called The Movies where you basically just ran, like, a 19, like, 30s, like, movie studio. Like a board game? No, like a computer game. Huh. Where you could, like, make your own movies and everything like that. But, yeah, like, you had to, like, hire, hire like, directors and actors and have them sign contracts to, huh. like, stay with your so studio. Like, <laughs> like Fantasy Franchise Head? Yes! Yeah. yeah, no. Like, it was, like, yeah. And, like, it was structured after that. Yeah, and you could, like, literally, like, make your own movies. Huh. I mean, like, it was so cool. It is. You cannot find it anywhere anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. But, it was yeah, it was really cool. But, anyway, uh, fun fact. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so, despite his career taking a weird turn towards the, like... Just world bestriding. Yes. You know, he, like this. This movie, like, is breakthrough, <laughs> and I think his his first movie. If I'm correct. Um, yeah, I think this is the first one that he uh, wrote that uh, got picked up, like majorly. Yeah. Um, maybe even I don't. Was it the first? I'm sure he had like small bit parts here and there. Was it the first one he acted in? Um, maybe. Let me. Uh, let me look at his filmography. Um. Oh, wow. I've got the chronology of his career totally backwards, too. Like, Chef came out in 2014. I thought that was an earlier one. Like, I thought he made oh, that did before you? Iron Man. I yeah. was wondering what you were talking about. No. Honestly. So, I guess, yeah, it was, it was him going back to his... Like, that That was the... Like, that was his... Uh, after making Cowboys and Aliens, he got to, you know, he got to cash in that check and make a, a personal project. That's yeah. what Chef is. Yeah, with Sofia Vergara. Okay. Yeah. 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 Can I tell you something I heard about her? What's that? Wait, can we cut it? If 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 you, uh, uh, can I yes. leave it up to you? Shout out to Sophia Vergara, I guess. That sounds right. <laughs> I, I, I wish they were softer for you. I don't know. I hope you're okay. okay. I hope it doesn't hurt. Anyway, anyway, veering back towards John Favreau's <laughs> filmography. So yeah, was no, that no, no. better than I normally do? I I, feel I like? don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so. See, his, so his first movie, it's never stopped first movie he directed was Made, which I think was just supposed to be like Swingers, oh, but for the mob. I was gonna say, yeah. Um, and then he th- then he goes into journeyman mode where he makes like Elf and Zathura. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, Elf, Elf, yeah, he directed Elf again. Like he just like Made didn't really hit. So after that, it was just like, okay, well, you know, I I, I guess I'm not Woody Allen. Yeah. So or you know, 
weird like bro Woody <clears throat> Allen or whatever yeah. you're trying to be. Yeah. So just yeah, I guess I'm making studio comedies. You know, and Elf is ro- Elf rocks. Oh, I like Elf. I haven't seen it since it came out, but like I saw it like a few years ago. Yeah. I think with the kids, Elf is Elf is like one of those movies where it's just like, yeah, I, I, what I've heard is it holds up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but yeah, like so, but this was not his first, like this was his first writing credit, but it was not his first acting role because he had had, uh, he so he had a looking at this he had a pretty extensive career playing guys with or. Characters of names like Assistant and Chicago Taxi Driver, uh, just extra once. Jeez. Um, but he does, he does uh, Debate Room <clears throat> Control Operator, uh, and then in Rudy uh, Debob, and in PCU Gutter. He's in PCU? Yeah, he played Gutter. I don't know who Gutter I is. I never saw PCU, I just know that it's Jeremy Piven. Who, I don't know, fuck to Jeremy Piven. Fuck. You ever, you ever the story that he just left, like, a DVD of Entourage as a tip one time? <laughs> you believe such a thing? The funniest thing is watching, like, Jeremy Piven in, like, the 90s on, like, yeah. the Larry Sanders show, and he has no hair. Yeah. And then, like, ten years later, he's got so much hair. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, what, I mean, honestly, though, I respect that so much. Mm. I respect that so, I respect that more than people that are, like, you know, and no, no smoke to our friends, right? But like, we know so many men who have seen like a little bit of a receding hairline, and then immediately shake their heads. So you, you respect uh, rugs and plugs more than so much more. Okay, so much more. Just being like, nah, fuck you. I have hair. Just yeah. going to just I. You know what I respect? Uh, I respect mental mental instability and 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 insecurity. That is what I respect. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, that's that's where Jean Favreau's career went. Yeah. But it began here. Yes. Um, in the sort of American... Like, the 90s were famous for having sort of, you know, being sort of the boom years of the American independent mm. film movement. Mm. Like, it's, you know, when, like, Sundance was at its height, and if you, yeah. you know, if you made, like, a, a movie, like, a, a movie that got traction there could, like, get picked up and become, like, a... You know, not like a major hit necessarily, although in some, like, every once in a while you get, like, a Tarantino out of that. But, yeah. like, you know, you could get, like, a, you know, a decent, moderate-sized, like, you know, you could be, like, Reality Bites. And, yeah. You know, like, it's not the biggest movie in the world, but it's, it's got, like, some, some cachet, you know, yeah. it makes some money. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, so there were some beautiful things that came out of that, like Kelly Reichardt's career. And there was also a tendency for guys like, uh, um... Jean Favreau or Ed Burns, who could sort of write a little bit of dialogue to just, you know, people would just throw some a little bit of money at him and be like, hey, you want to make a movie about you and your friends trying to get laid? And yeah, that would just happen. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. So the story of Swingers is really the story of America. It No, it's 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 <clears throat> about a, a, a screenwriter who could kind of write dialogue writing a movie about his, him and his friends trying to get laid. How is that not the story of America? challenge you no so swingers we start off don't remember how it starts no my point is is that is that swingers is the story it, it's really exactly like first cow um in so far as these are two movies that i think because i was talking to someone what's it called and i was telling them right right and and and, and swingers so i i think the term swingers comes from this takes place during the mid-90s swing revival <clears throat> but only, I mean, only tangentially. I thought there was yeah. going to be a lot more swing stuff. 
it's more of a vibe of them just kind of acting like they're in the Rat Pack and exactly as insufferable as possible. No, it's and cool. then and then at the end, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy shows up for a little bit. Yes, exactly. That's kind of the extent of the swing thing. It's mostly an attitude of you know I'm, you know I'm a Gen Xer who's going to talk like he's Dean Martin. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. 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 Well, no, well, and and, and that and, is what it and, is. and have his gender politics too. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> like. They put, like... I want to say that they're more enlightened, but I don't know that. I don't think that they are. Vince Vaughn has a whole monologue about how Jean Favreau's character, who name I don't remember, needs to give up the whole... Res- give up the whole respecting women thing. Yes, exactly. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And, like, Jean Favreau, the screenwriter, seems to have taken his advice because there was not a single thought given to <laughs> a single female's character's inner life. I'm like, trying to, yeah, yeah. Literally, literally, this is a movie that doesn't just fail the Bechdel test. It, 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 it did not show up. For like, the- if one of these women with was too, like, if one of these women was two dimensional, that would be like a victory. I'm trying to they think. Would have, if there was a two-dimensional female character in this woman, she would have one more dimension than every other. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to. The only the only woman whose name we hear like 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 repeated so that like she is a basically the closest thing that comes to a named character as uh, a named female character as we really get in this movie is Mikey's ex girlfriend who who does not appear in person in this movie. No, and it's basically refer. It is basically serves the role of being like the bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 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 no. But 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 I think that this is a movie about about a man moving from the East Coast to the West Coast, being heartbroken on the West Coast, and just desperately trying to make it. And I don't know why that movie spoke to me. But we're not gonna. But 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 no. But 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 I think that I think that okay. Okay. So we'll kind of move through it, right? So so Mikey, right? I'm I'm making us float down the river. God damn it. Okay. okay. That's fine. Yeah. It's my movie. Anyway, okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we. Why are we arguing? I don't know. Because I'm. We agree. Because I'm immediately defensive. Because you didn't like this movie as much as I did. So anyway, let's go. So Mikey, he's 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 a he's a, uh, a, a basically a struggling comedian, right? Who is who has moved right? Who who had a who had a a little bit of like a career, I guess, or was starting to have something of a career out on the East Coast. And does what every fucking idiot did. I mean, he he talks like he had a career in New York, but he but, also talks like he has a career in L.A. and he doesn't have a career. Exactly. In LA. Yeah. No. No. Like he did it. Like 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 like. There's this hilarious scene, right? 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 Where he's like, "Oh, I'm a comedian." Citation needed. <laughs> okay. First off. First off. Fuck you. Second off. What's it called? There's this hilarious scene. All right. Where 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 he's like he's like oh you know yeah I'm a comedian and this woman just goes oh uh, who's your who are you with who's your representation and he just goes oh, I don't have West Coast representation and she goes oh well uh, who's your East Coast representation he goes I don't really have East Coast representation either. like like he's a man like basically see I I, I didn't know what scene you're gonna I actually did like that because for a, like for a second they like do manage to like take the piss out of their characters a little yeah. bit which like this movie generally resists i just dis- i disagree i disagree i think the whole point of this movie and the whole point of this movie is that you're basically watching i mean i mean i mean their friend group but there's like five of them yeah basically watching five losers try desperately to pretend that they are cooler than they are right yeah and 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 and, and i i would agree with that yeah i, I think that it finds them more likable than i do 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, no. Well, I think I think the reason why I, I think th- I think it thinks of them as lovable losers. Yes. Yes. And yes. I don't really agree with that. Well, no. I but, liked Ron Livingston. Ron Livingston was nice. Well, that's because Ron Lin- Livingston is you. He's literally named Rob. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But he's also the only one who acts at all like a normal human being. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's so funny because, but at the same time, he also does meld pretty well, I think, into this group of guys. You know what yeah. I mean? For the most part. I mean, I mean, I mean, the one scene where they don't is when someone pulls a gun and then he's like, I'm not. He doing- makes the reasonable decision to be like, yeah, this isn't the movie I thought I was in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which was kind of my reaction, like, wait, why are there guns in this exactly. movie now? It's such a... I had the same reaction when in scene, like, two. Like, again, because this is like a... it's This is a movie that is, you know, set in something approximating the real world. It's yeah. like a, a very, like... It's just one of those indie movies about ordinary people just kind of, like, just Being trying to ordinary. get laid. Yeah, no, no, no. no there, there is nothing extraordinary that happens in this movie. Yeah, it's it's almost like proto-mumblecore. Yeah. Like more fucking swing music. Yeah, but no, but, but I think that that's kind of beautiful about it. But anyway, but, continue. But continue. In, in scene two, like, like, scene two or three out of nowhere, like, Jean Favreau is listening to his answering machine, and the answering machine starts talking to him. Yeah. Which is just a gag out of a different movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no. You said in, like, scene one or two, right? It's, like, yeah. like the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. And I think... Well, no, th- because, like, again, like, I think... <clears throat> a lot of this feels like... A, a, a script that someone wrote in film school. Where they're still kind of getting the hang of everything. Yeah. And, like... Okay... Okay, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. No, I no no, I honestly do because well, and, and that's the thing is that like I mean, he wasn't in film school, but like I mean, like yeah, like this is I mean, this is his first writing credit. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? And honestly, I think he hit it out of the park. Right? 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 Because what I like what he did with it because he's still trying to find his voice, right? Mm-hmm. I think in this movie, but I think that ultimately what this movie does and it does something that I love in a movie, right? 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 And that you know, and that sometimes you like in a movie and sometimes you don't, right? Mm-hmm. Right? But I think we talked about this movie creates in my opinion a vibe. You know what I, I mean? I agree with that. Right, right. And the vibe of it is, it's a very relatable vibe. Both you and I know this vibe, right? Of being like, just a guy, just trying to like, just trying to like, like, just to, you know, find some love slash get someone to touch his dick. You know what I mean? Right, right. Mm-hmm. But also, but also at the same time, also battling just, just crippling heartbreak. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we are two men. We are two men who have had our heart broken before. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, right? And and we both know that feeling. You know, and we are watching a man, right? Just like, just like, and, and we also know the feeling of like people just desperately trying to help you, and you just wanting to fucking throttle them. Yeah, yeah, and all of that sounds okay to me. Yes. Like, I like those kinds of movies when they're done well. <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah, and you gotta stop backhanding this movie, man. I, I don't even... In a lot of ways, I don't even think this is a poorly made movie. Okay. I think that there are places where it really is. Okay, but okay, I, name one. Um, okay, so... Because I'm actually curious about this. So... Here's one. I mean, I... Sorry, sorry to derail you. I'm just, I'm no, just really curious about this. So there's a... You know, there's the, a, a scene, which, again, which is a scene that, like, in another movie I might have enjoyed, and this I had no time for it because I don't like these people. But there's a scene where, like, uh, all the all the dudes are just hanging out at some restaurant, and they're, they're talking about their favorite movies. And it's, it's real, like, you know, college dorm room poster cinema. Yeah. Where they're, like, talking about how, 
is is Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction cooler? And like, you know, I like both of those movies, but I don't really want to watch these people that I don't like talk about movies that like are like the like entry level cinephile movies. Yep. Like yep. you're yep. not being as interesting as you think they are. That's right. And like there's this moment where they you know, Vince Vaughn is talking about how, you know, just what what a great work of cinema Goodfellas is. Which it is. Yeah. Like it is. But not for the reasons he thinks. Not for the reasons he thinks. And yeah. like Well, because he watches movies like Goodfellas and takes away from it. These guys are cool and good. Yes. And yeah. it it also for just it's again for, it's extremely basic shit. Yes. Like you're not you're not shattering the world you're not, you're not bringing anything new to the table by saying Goodfellas is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yes, we get it. Yes. There's this moment where he's, he's, he's talking with, you know, great depth and respect about how, you know, they took, you know, that, that famous tracking shot into the Copacabana? They took four days to light that shot. That's such a cool fucking shot. They took four days to light that thing. And then they, later in the movie, they do this a couple of times with a couple different movies. Like, they, they do, you know, they're talking to Reservoir Dogs and they do the... They do the walk from Reservoir Dogs, and then later in the movie, they do the they do sort of a version of the Copacabana entrance, where you're following the guys into this club. Yeah, and it's clear they took zero days to. Like, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. it looks like ass. Yeah, it looks so bad. Like yeah, they're, like they're, um, like um, and like I understand this is a movie that was made on a shoestring budget, but. Fucking so was first cow and it looks good. Yeah, but see, but see, that's the thing. That's the thing. If you look at this movie, because I think that this is this is this is where see 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 this is and this is the major difference between you and I. Mm-hmm. Look, not to make you out to be some sort of hoity-toity smarty pants, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're just as dumb as me sometimes, right? Oh yeah. But but at the end of the day, right? This is the major difference between you and I when it comes to film. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that you actually were taught by someone who knows something about something and you actually have actual like knowledge about film versus me who is an, who is who is a complete idiot when it comes to film. I don't know as I've described this podcast to people, uh uh, uh Rob knows what uh camera angles are and But there's nothing that that like I still don't know what they are, Rob. It doesn't matter how simple it is. There's literally a shot in this movie that is out of focus. But yeah, I know. It's on purpose. No, it isn't. You don't know that. It's a fucking two shot. What's it's it called? It's a shot reverse dialogue scene and John Favreau is out of focus. Well, yeah, on purpose. Anyway, no. My point is is that is that is that these men, these men, these men are inauthentic men. Right? The most authentic they're the two most authentic men in this movie are 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 are, are in order Rob, right? Mm-hmm. Rob Livingston's character, and then Mikey, right? Right? And, and 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 everyone else is trying to be something that they are not. You know what I mean? And that is oft and that is over and over again, basically made clear in this movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right? I mean, I mean, I mean, I think the perfect. I mean, I mean, I mean. So like, what's it called? Rob, because the thing is. Rob and Mikey are, and I'm deeply related to this as someone who lived on the West Coast for a year, are, are from the East Coast, which means that they are regular, okay? Mm-hmm. Because everyone on the West Coast is a freak, all right? Mm-hmm. And I will say that till the cows come home. They are. There are normal people on the West Coast. They are the Mexicans. Everyone else is fucking insane Every, mm-hmm. and, and completely un, just unbearable, right? Actually, no, the Russians are cool too. But anyway, my point is, is that like, what's it called? Is that like, is that like, this is a movie about, about like a group of 
inauthentic men who are all friends who are just desperately trying to prove to themselves that they are worthy of the swagger that they believe they have. Right, Because at the end of the day, they truly know that they do not. They know that they are losers, right? That none of them are actually in anything, making anything. They openly talk about like, oh man, man, what's it called? How depressing is it when your parents ask you, what are you going to do with your life, basically, right? Mm -hmm. These guys are fucking losers, right? And so they, and so, but everything they do, but they can't possibly be losers because if they took one fucking look at themselves, they would have to throw themselves off a fucking building. But you see... The movie has that within it. Yes. But ultimately, it buys its own bullshit. Well, it's, because you have to. So you don't throw yourself off the building. No, no. It doesn't depict people buying their own bullshit. <laughs> This is like the most genuine film argument we've had. We're literally Siskel and Ebert right now over fucking swingers. There is a difference between depicting characters who buy their own bullshit and the movie buying their bullshit. Mm -hmm. The movie buys their bullshit ultimately. Well, because society buys the bullshit. No, Matt, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Like, there's... In that tracking shot into the, the, the fake Copacabana shot, there's a moment where, like... Vince Vaughn is, you know, he's like glad-handing everyone. He like, he's like, he turns to the fucking like dishwasher lady. He's like, hey Gladys, or like Carlita, how you doing? You know, how the kids? Like, yeah. Vince Vaughn doesn't know her fucking kids. Exactly. No, Matt, there's no joke there. It's just presenting him as if he is the guy who knows her kids. I See, I disagree. I... And do you, you know what the ultimate proof of this is? What's that? Jean Favreau writes himself a dream girlfriend. The ultimate conclusion of this movie is he meets, he doesn't learn anything, he doesn't achieve anything, he's handed a woman who is perfect. And she's perfect because she immediately likes him without knowing him at all, mm -hmm. and shares all of his interests. Yeah, sometimes you just get lucky. Shut the <laughs> fuck up! My point is, right, right, because here's what I think. I think that ultimately the, the, the ending of this movie, right, because what happens, right? Because there's this scene, right, right, we wanted to talk about it, right? The scene where where, where, where they're like, you know, right, where he says, yo, how, how long are you guys going to wait to call your babies? LOL, right? Mm -hmm. They call women babies, which, again, hilarious, right? What's it called? Like, it's, no, it's the creepiest thing. <laughs> it is so creepy. It's so, and that's. That's really my problem with the movie. Like, it's just... Like, I, I pointed out a couple ways that I think that it is bad. But that's not really my issue. My issue is that it sucks. <laughs> These people suck. And the movie doesn't really think that they suck. Not in the ways that they actually suck. It thinks they are endearingly lose Like, endearing losers. I don't think they're endearing. You know? Do you think I'm endearing? Yes. I do love you, Matt. No, but you, but what's about, that's the thing, because I related a lot to these guys. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, see? These people are not... No, they're not cool, and they're not good. No, they're huge. No, I was talking to someone about it, and I was like, yeah, if you can... I, I, what I said to, to this person was, if you can... And this is a big if. If you can look past the misogyny. That's, that's it. I can't. Yeah, exactly. No, and that's totally fair. Like, I think that that's something that you're just a lot more sensitive to than me because, I don't know, you're just a better person than me. I honestly think, it, at least when it comes to this, at least when it comes to this, I think that you are someone who is, like, very, and, and I can vouch for you for this. There's two things I can vouch for you for. 
you love the Jewish people <laughs> intimately. And and more importantly, though, right, than us, because who gives a shit about us? What's it called? Not not I. What's it called? Right? Is that is that you are someone who is like the like like the the term male feminist, like like, like, like I was saying to someone last night, I was like, I'm immediately suspicious of any man that says I am a male feminist. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, you can just be that. You don't have to say it. Mm-hmm. And like, and I, th- and, and like, but you are someone who truly is like, at, like a male feminist. And I have never heard you in your life. Or, oh, I, don't know I would rather kill myself than it, use that term. Than, than use the term male feminist. But like, you truly are. Like, you are someone that I've seen get incredibly uncomfortable about like misogyny. Right? Like, like, like that is something that I know just bothers you. And so I knew that this movie would never truly appeal to you. I had hopes that it might, that you might be able to look past it. And I know you can't because, and let me tell you something. If I, if, 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 if any woman watches this movie and is like, and says like, Matt, how the fuck can you look past the misogyny in this? I don't know. I don't <laughs> have an answer for you. I just can. And, I mean, I, I do get it to a certain extent. Yeah. Like there's wall in that client, like. I guess climactic scene, or not quite climactic, but where when Jean Favreau meets Heather Graham, who's mm-hmm. the dream girlfriend he's written. For yeah, himself. yeah, lol. And yeah. I mean, casting Heather Graham to like at this point, Jean Favreau is like not a terrible looking guy, but like oh no, is, he's a is it he's a he's a Jewish king. He's he's, he a, looks he's great. a cutie pie in this movie. He looks really but, like. Good. He casted like the like the indie darling girl of yeah. the moment, yeah, like yeah, to yeah. be his dream girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, this is yeah. like if this was made in like two thousand five and they cast like Jessica Alba. Kind of, well, 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 she's not an indie one, but you know what I mean. But like, but like, who it's, like who's Zach, considered one of the hottest women at the time? Yeah, Zach Braff casting like Natalie Portman to be his girlfriend. Yeah, lol. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just in, you know, hold on, just to, I, I totally derailed myself. You know the the funny one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard. What. Uh, it relates to Natalie Portman. So Jonathan Saffron Foyer, who yeah. is a, a novelist, yeah. um, you know, like a, a, an important man of letters, you know, mm. writes like, you know, like New Yorker fiction shit. Mm. Um, you know. Oh, God. Um, but uh, <laughs> at some point, like, um, at some point developed, like, I don't know how exactly, but it ended up being like email pen pals with uh, with Natalie Portman. Somehow, like, I guess she liked one of his novels and wrote yeah. it or something. And, yeah. You know, um, so they, they kept communicating and I guess got to be, like, pretty close that way. And at, at one point, like, just, like, got, he got, re- like, they got, he apparently got real serious and, like, deep with it. And so, at one like, he was really feeling it. And at one point went to his wife and was like, look, you know, I, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm, I'm leaving you for Natalie Portman. And... I, Natalie Portman, he, you know, he, he, he leaves his wife and then goes to Natalie. He's like, we can be together now. She's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's the saddest fucking thing I've ever heard. Oh, my God. Bro, oh. bro we, we, write, we write emails. Yeah. It, oh, my God. See, this is why everyone's a pervert but me. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, what was the point I was making? Oh man! Um, oh, no. during yes, about I about me getting the appeal but not being able to yeah um, get on board. Yeah. Like during that scene where where Jean Favreau and Heather Graham are having their like their meet cute, like the whole time, like during that whole scene, it's cutting back to um, 
Uh, Vince uh, Vaughn and, and one of the other dudes. I forget his name. The, yeah. the gun guy. I yeah, think. Sue. Yeah, they're yeah Sue. Vince Vaughn and Sue. And you know they're they're ostensibly there with their dates. They're like at a booth and they've got you know each has a woman next to them who they're mm-hmm. ostensibly dating. But like the two of them, Vince Vaughn and Sue, are entirely focused on Heather Graham and Vince Vaughn. And more than that, are like literally like all over each other. Like Vince yeah. Vaughn and Sue are like clinging onto each other, like petting at each other, like. There is so much genuine, like, male affection between them. And, like, I get the appeal of that. Yeah. I like that. It's that the two of them have no interest in or even respect for the women that are next to them. Like, I... Yes. I... See, see, no, 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 no. And I get that. And this is why, like, I think what I said to you is, like, this is a beautiful movie about male friendship. Mm -hmm. Because when it comes to depicting male friendship, I think this movie actually does a really good job of just kind of, like, this is a group of men who, like, throughout, it's like, yeah, we're all losers, but we're all losers together. And actually, in fact, you're not a loser, right? This is a group of men who, against all, all reality screaming at them, you guys are fucking losers, Mm -hmm. right? Will scream back, no. He's not a loser, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? Like, like, like this is a movie, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, the 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 thing is, you're so the, the the famous quote from this movie, you're so fucking money and you don't even know it. The despair in their voices, the despair, the despair that their friend who they love doesn't know how much of a badass, cool guy he is. That he's so fucking money and you don't even know it. Right? And this is something I have felt for you. This is something you have felt for me. This is something that every man who loves another man in that friendly way has felt for them. That 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 pitting despair when they see their brother, their bro, when they see them down on themselves and you just want to say, no, homie. No, you are dumb man. You rock. You are a dude and I love you and you are capable of anything, brother. And that is the camaraderie and the love that can exist between men. And it is so beautiful. And and then, and then they're just complete and total shitheads. They just have women who are just like, I just want you to pay attention to me. They're completely incapable of doing it because at the end of the day, they are still fucking children. Yeah. And I mean, even the John Favreau, the ostensible nice guy, still yeah. like, in like one of his first scenes where... <laughs> Like, when Vince Vaughn is trying to convince him to go to Vegas with him, he's like, by the time we get there, they'll be on the skank shift. Exactly! Like, he's he's the nice guy. Exactly! Like, yes. I just... I, I just... I can't. No, I can't. no, no! I'm sorry! No. I just... I can't! Well, no, and I relate to that because I am someone who has always thought of himself as, like, a nice guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I have my no, moments. I have been that guy. Yeah. Like... We all... every Almost every man has. Like, there are very few men that are just, like, purely nice guys. Like, we all have... You know, I mean, like, like any human being does, right? You got mm-hmm. an angel and a devil. You know what I mean, right? I mean, like, that's just kind of what it is, right? And that's the thing, right? I mean, we all, I mean, dude, like, what's it called? Like, the way that they threw around the, the, the way that they threw around the F-slur in this movie, like, yeah. yeah, bro, I was fucking, I was saying to someone today, I was like, oh, I used to use that word so much because I did because it was a perfect word to describe what I was trying to impart to another person about my opinion of them or someone else, right? And I'm not proud of that. But I did it. And because that's the thing is that like you live and you learn like 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 this movie. These guys are, I think, 
Like, they're all between, like, 25 and 30, roughly. I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But they're, like, young. They're, like, young guys, right? I think John Favreau was 30 when this movie's made, right? But I think they're supposed to be, you know, like, in everything. They're supposed to be, like, a little younger, right? So they're in, like, their 20s, right? And they're just a bunch of guys in their 20s trying to, like, live it up and, like, have this whole thing, right, of, like, their whole, like, fantasy, right? But ultimately, like, 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 like if these guys are doing this in 10 years, that is pathetic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's a little pathetic now. But, like, I don't know. They're pathetic together, and it's beautiful. This is also a movie... Okay, I got that. This is also a movie where the first non-white character in the movie is a delivery man. Mm-hmm. Like, first person... Oh my see, god, I know exactly the scene. The first person you see who is not white. This is, like, deep into the movie. Too. Yes, yes. And he's just a humble delivery man... Who, and one of the guys goes to get the pizza or whatever at the door, and in the background, Vince Vaughn is shouting, "Is he brown? Is he clean?" Yeah. Well, no. Well, hold on. No, 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 no. You're forgetting something. Uh, Vince Vaughn and Sue are fighting, and then they stop to fuck with the with the delivery man with the minimum wage. Who like this is 1996. So he's probably being paid. Oh, I don't know, four dollars an hour. Yes. You know what I mean, right? Right. Right? By yelling, is he clean? Well, no, hold on, no, they're pretend. No, stop! You're, 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 you are, you are, you are completely missing one part of this. They're pretending to be gay men yeah. who want to invite him in for a drink. Yes. And keep yelling yes, and then is this in the fence. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying you are there, underselling. You are exactly <laughs> yes. You are underselling. Yeah. They're like, they're like, ha ha. We made this guy think that we're going to fuck him. Yeah. Yes. Also, I just. Yes. I just. Uh... But it's also. But I think it's also kind of like. But I think it's also kind of like I think a brilliant parody of kind of uh, how people people in LA were right right where they were like oh my god you know I love a brown man but wait is he clean shut shut the fuck up Matt You're, that's not what they were doing brilliant parody there was no parody there it was a little bit of parody I think I like to think that John Favreau had a little bit of an Matt I I don't think he was as incisive of a screenwriter as you think he was. This is a movie the climax of which is he gets a call from Heather Graham and then at the same time he gets a call from the ex he's been pining over. Like this is some literal like I just found out about dramatic irony and I have to put it into my screenplay in the most obvious way screenwriting 101 shit. I think that the way to watch this movie is I think the way to watch this movie is to have enough kind of like of a feminist understanding of like that women are people, that women deserve respect. Mm-hmm. I don't even think deserves like a good word for it. Like respect women, like period. Like just like 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 like, like is that a, it's not. I mean, obviously women deserve respect, but like I feel like, but it's not like something that like they have earned. It is something that like no, by virtue of being human beings, mm-hmm. you should respect women as you respect anyone. You know what I mean, right? Like, like women have their own thoughts and feel like, like all this shit. Like, like, like I think you have to have that foreknowledge, right? And then having that foreknowledge, right? Because if you don't, like, this is a dangerous movie to show like a twelve year old boy. You know what I <laughs> yes. mean, right? Right, right. And like, yes, which is when I first saw it, and and honestly explains a lot of how I acted in my teenage years. Yes, absolutely, right, right. But now being at a point where I can see like, women are not objects. Women are not. Things, women are not possessions, women are not to be conquered, right? Women are to be fucking talked to like you would a human. Like how you and I fucking became friends, right? I just went up and started talking to you. 
And you were very uncomfortable, but then we started talking, because I just insisted on talking to you, and then now here we are, and you made me... Never mind. That's between you and I, what, you, what happened on the break. But anyway, what's it called? But my point is, is that, like, yes, like, having that foreknowledge, I can now watch this movie, and I can see past the misogyny, because who cares? It's just a movie. It's not real life. If I saw it happening in real life, I would be very alarmed. But I, it's not real life. This is a movie about men trying to build up other men, as men should do. There's one thing, there is such a thing as toxic masculinity, I believe in that. What I want to replace it with is non-toxic masculinity. It's a masculinity where instead of trying to conquer one another, we try to build each other up into the best version of ourselves we can be. I think if you did that, I think life would be much more bearable for everyone. And I would love to see women do this as well, and I know that they do to a degree. See, I again, I just, all of that, I'm um, like, I'm, I'm, I, I'm all here. For, Is this the most passionate I've been on this thing? Probably. Yeah. Like, I'm all here for Dude's Rock. I just think, a, like, trying to build it on top of this movie is trying to build it on top of Foundation of Sand. Well, okay. Well, you know what? It's just, it's just not for me. It, no, 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 no. And that is, no. And, and, and that's, most people, like, most people like this movie. This movie is well regarded. Yeah. Like, I am the asshole here. You're not the asshole. No, you're literally, and I can... Like, I cannot vouch for this enough. You're a man that cannot stomach misogyny. And that is something that I am, like, in a way, like, I, I actually is one of the things I respect the most about you. And kind of wish I was more like you in that way. Is because, like, I think, like, you are truly a man of real, like, true principle. Because, like, no, you are. And I know when it comes to misogyny, you absolutely are. Because... Folks, a little peek behind the curtain. I can sometimes be a little misogynist, and I don't think they know, Matt. <laughs> I don't think they do either. What's it called? And it's something I'm working on. It, you know, I'm trying to be better, right? You know, I I, I was raised a little bit of toxic masculinity to blame someone else, but anyway, <laughs> to shift any blame from myself and my own, me having to take any sort of responsibility for how I it's act. my mom's fault. It's my mom's fault. Yeah, if only she wasn't such a fucking no. Anyway, but no. But, 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 you know what I mean? But, like, you know, I was raised in some very kind of... Right, not just... And I'm literally not just talking about my parents. I was a fucking athlete for years. You know what I mean? A lot of locker room talk, let's say. What's it Man, I played sports, too. You always... Yeah, I played more sports. Like, shut the fuck up, shorty. <laughs> <laughs> I used my height to my advantage. <laughs> but, no. But, but, but... But my point is, is that, like... Is that, like, yes. Like, this is not... You are not the asshole for not liking this movie. You are you for not liking this movie. This is not a movie made for you. This is a movie made for me. Hmm. And that's the truth of it, right? Yeah. And, and 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 I think that... I think that, like... like I truly believe that, yes. Like, you need to sit... A ch if you're going to let a... Like, anyone under the age... Uh, if you're going to sit anyone down and have them watch this movie, you need to be like, okay. If a woman says no, what does that mean? Okay. And if they get the right answer, then it's like, okay, we're going to slowly watch this movie. This is a movie that, yes, you cannot just plot. This is the deep end, right? But if you can swim in the deep end, all the more fun. But, you know, we can all grow. We can all live and learn. You know, even Doug Lyman went on to make a movie about how Tom Cruise just needs to listen to Emily Blunt. That's right. Yes. That's right. That's absolutely right. And John Farvone made a movie. <laughs> refused to say his name right. <laughs> refused to say his name right. He made a movie wherein... Wherein, um, wherein there was a, a, a gay what character. What if animals talk like people? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which movie was that? Lion King. Oh, man. Yeah. That's crazy. What's it called? Yeah. And then Vince Vaughn uh, stayed exactly <laughs> <laughs> Vince Vaughn just got older and fatter. That is yeah. the only thing that happened. Yeah. Vince 
Bond looks incredible in this movie, doesn't he? He looks something. All these guys are so hot. Especially Ron Livingston. Oh, man. Well, he's always... I saw I saw um, uh, Vacation last night. You ever seen Vacation, the remake? No. He's in it. It's it's criminal how hot he is. Really? Because it was only a few years ago. He's, he's, he's grown... He's, is he daddy now? Oh, he is so fucking daddy, yeah, bro. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, he is so daddy. Okay. A lot of people say I look like him. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, is is that all we have to say on Spurs? Yeah, that's all. We, yeah. No, uh, uh, would you, do you think people should see this movie? Uh, I, I would say no. You would say no? I would say no. I would say, folks, folks, if you... I think if you're looking for a dude's rock movie, there are plenty of movies that you could do. Okay, 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 okay. Let me ask you something. Name, name one. Name a dude's rock movie. What is a dude's rock movie that you think that you think better portrays dude's rock them than than, than than this? First Cow. Okay. Name two. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck. That we literally good. talked about one. We literally did. <laughs> like not even that long ago. For two hours. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Uh. I would say see this movie. I and but like I said. Like I said, see this movie knowing that the point of this movie is is, is you take away, take the male friendship, uh, leave the leave the fucking leave the leave the. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I want to talk about one more scene. Okay. 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 And this is what I think is the scene that redeems the movie. Okay. Right. Right. And and this is a futile effort for me to maybe, maybe just maybe I I I accept you and love you for hating this movie. There's a I believe. That, I didn't hate it. I well, just I didn't like it. Hate it. Well, yeah. yeah. No. 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 But you know what I mean. What's it called? I'm using shorthand. Anyway, what's it called? Um. 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 Scene at the very end, where 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 Vince Vaughn, right, is like playing like those. Fun- yeah. Yeah. That. Where he like he thinks he's flirting with a woman, but the woman is just like making faces at her baby. Yes. Exactly. Like, yes. And then going home to her husband. Yes. Like, yes. I like that he gets his comeuppance. It's just it's too little, too late. That, that's what yeah. I'm saying, though. Yeah. But it is just it is just a a scene wherein wherein after after John Favreau has completely scorned his idea of waiting like six days to call a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Although, well, I'll tell you later. But anyway, what's it called? What? But 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 but. Like, 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 and has basically, like, hooked it up with this woman that, like, he's kind of just, like, not, like, I might kind of see where things go instead of, like, I'm just going to fuck her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? Like, 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 he is, he is, what's it called? Like, just, like, like, Vince Vaughn is, is revealed to be the fucking putz that he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. It was a nice moment. It I was like a nice it. moment. Yeah. See this movie. Okay. Yeah. What have you been watching? Stop looking at your... F- no, 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 no. I'm pulling up what I was been watching. Oh, okay. We'll do that in a second. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so as, a, as, as an elaborate form of self-punishment, I have watched uh, all of the DC movies that I hadn't already seen. <laughs> God, you did this. Yeah, so I've... Holy I've, shit. I, I have been trying to get in back into writing about film and decided to write a thing about the new Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> And uh, ha- it has not been going well. Um, got, you know, kind of stuck in it and got some writer's block. Uh, haven't done this in a while. You'll be, f- you'll be fine. I, I, and, but just, though, you know, I, oh, I, am, I am a master at coming up with ways to procrastinate while telling myself I am working. And, you know, if I'm going to write about one of the DC movies, I should probably have some more context. So I, I should probably watch all of them. Fuck you because you're thorough? Yeah, exactly. 
I've written literally zero words in all this week. You're trying to be thorough. But yeah, I've done my research. I, I'm, I am unironically backing you up. <laughs> that is what I am. I don't know if I have gained any additional insight into the movie that I'm actually writing about. Did you know that before you watched all these? I didn't. Yeah. So, yeah, there you, I think you're fine. But let me tell you, if you want to... If you ever need to push yourself over the edge from, like, suicidal ideation to suicidal action, what you should do is, within a 36-hour period... Watch Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad. Come on! In 36 hours? And Justice League. Which Fuck, Rob. just is like, somehow each one is worse than the last. Like, you, you see Batman vs. Superman, you're like, wow. That's a, that's a bad movie. And then by the time you're done with Justice League, which is just one of the most just incompetent movies I have ever seen. Like, wow, Batman vs. Superman, there was something going on there. Yeah. They were, they, were, they were going for the rafters. Like, at least, like, Batman vs. Superman is, like, trying to do a thing. Yeah, you know, Batman vs. Superman... Batman vs. Superman is, 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 is fucking, like, I don't know, like, like, like a DH or something. Like a big fucking guy, right? Like a DH fucking going up to bat and just swinging three of the hardest swings you've ever fucking seen yes. and getting three strikes in a row. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it's like... That's a Sporto reference right there, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like... Kind of fascist. Yes. It's pretty much fascist. Yes. The only thing keeping it from being, ex- like, totally fascist is it's a little incoherent. Yes, exactly. But, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. like, you know, they, like, thought about what they wanted to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how to light a scene. And then you get to, like, Justice League, like, why does this look like a sitcom? <laughs> like, no one lit this. And, like, wait, who's the bad guy? Because he, he just, like, shows up and everyone's like, hey, that's Steppenwolf. They're like, Who's Steppenwolf? <laughs> it's Steppenwolf. He's going for the mother box. No, that's not an embarrassing thing to say. We're going to talk a lot about the mother box, which is the source <laughs> of all power. I forgot, I forgot. Chapo fucking talked about this, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, I forgot about the mother box. Holy yeah. shit. I didn't see this movie. It. You do not. <laughs> like, I saw it days ago and I've forgotten almost everything about it. Um, oh my god. The only, the, like, the only thing that I remember is... And this Wait, is, is that a Joss Whedon one? So, Zack's... Oh, wait, no. This is the one he got pulled off of, isn't it? No, Zack Snyder didn't get pulled off. Zack Snyder left the movie halfway through because his daughter died. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah. And then it became a Joss Whedon one, right? Yes. He took over. So, it is this... Yeah. That was really tragic. Yeah. Like, his... Yeah. But those are not two sensibilities that meld well. No. (laughs) No. Just... No. The darkest and lightest sensibilities you could possibly Exactly. Yes. like, just, there is this scene burned in my mind of... Yeah. Of, 300 and fucking, um, and goddamn, um, uh, Firefly. Yeah. 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 No, not compatible. That is, that is, that is fucking, that is fucking, uh, uh, chocolate and spinach. That is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So it has all of the Edgelord stuff, but it also that's, has... That's, that's Carl's quesadilla. But, yes. But it also has, like, all them, like, chat, like, cracking self-aware jokes. All It's a weird combination. But, just for whatever reason, the thing that is burned in my mind from this movie, and I've forgotten almost everything about it, it's just a scene of Diane Lane and Amy Adams having a conversation in, like, an office break room, where nothing is gained or learned. Like, it doesn't move the plot ahead at all. But it's just, it's burned in my head because it is inexplicable. It is shot, it looks like a, like, just, it looks like an ad for, like, Dr. Pepper. 
or something. Just it's the f- or that even <clears throat> like flonase. What's wrong with two absolute dimes talking to each other? No, no, no. Like, I don't remember what they're saying. I don't remember anything that happens in the scene. I just, I have never seen anything that looks so anonymous in, like, that kind of movie. Just the flattest colors and evenest lighting. Like, it's, like, I'm just, because, again, at least, like, Batman vs. Superman is, like, way, it's just way too, like, literally dark for me. Like, there's no color in it. I've heard people be like... It's literally hard to watch because it's like hard to see. Yeah, like yeah. the the final scene scene in it looks like it was filmed like the climax looks like it was filmed in like a literal septic tank. It's just brown and yellow. <laughs> but, oh, oh, Rob! But like come at on. least at least they made an aesthetic. That's, oh, come at on! At least they made an aesthetic choice. Like yeah. Justice League looks like it was filmed on an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's something you and I have always talked about. Is like, is like, we will always give points for effort, and that's why yeah. we both love Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> but then, like after that, you get to like Aquaman. You're like, I guess this is the best movie ever made. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like it's insane, but it's it's genuinely kind of fun. Yeah, but, yeah. Which is what I will say. Like superhero movies are, are are at least sometimes good for. Is that like sometimes they're fun. Yeah, and I mean it's 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 just it's so weird. Like, it's, it's just, it's, Aquaman is so weird. There, it's, like, the thing that I did not expect was, there is so much ocean politics in it. Like, it goes so deep on, like, okay, as we all know, there are seven ocean kingdoms. Yeah. Uh, and to become the ocean master, you need to have four of them vote for you. And, uh, you know, one of them, the Lost Kingdom, obviously we don't hear from that anymore. And there are two other kingdoms that just aren't interested in war. And then me, Dolph Lundgren, I'm king of one of the other ones. You better convince me to support your effort to become Ocean Master by marrying my daughter. It's like, there is legitimately like four seasons (laughs) worth of... There's like actual, there's like Game of Thrones. Yes, it's like four seasons (laughs) worth of Game of Thrones compressed into like two hours. It's insane. (laughs) While also having like... Genuinely, some of the most like bug nut CGI I've ever seen. Like it's like good, kind of. Yeah, yes, I will say yes. Like it, the like climax of the movie is like it's it's kind of too much, but feels like you know when you're like a kid and you're like, yeah, you know, what if there were like a billion sharks fighting like three billion crab monsters and they all were shooting lasers at each other and there was a an even bigger lobster monster and it's just it's it's like it's 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 a lot but it's kind of awesome yeah and it's colorful that sounds incredible and like i like i like jason momoa too what's that to love yeah like there's there's a scene early on where he's like fighting some dudes on a submarine that like genuinely feels like something out of like a like a sudden death level like eighties action movie has like the beats and humor of that kind of like just beat him up, yeah. which I kind of wish the whole movie was made out of that. But, yeah, like, it's just it's nice that you get it. Like, I was yeah, trying to explain that just as... a big dude punching some dudes yes. and cracking jokes. Yeah, I yeah. was trying to explain that to someone recently about like why I love eighties action movies so much, mm-hmm. and I think it is just kind of like 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 you do get to like peek into this like incredibly fascist mindset often more often than not right 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 but like but like it's kind of fun because like that's not my mindset yeah you know what i mean i mean in some ways it is right mm-hmm. right obviously you know right but like but like but like ultimately like 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 for all of the jokes that people say about me i'm like not actually a fascist you yeah. know what i mean and so like 
like and so like it's so like I don't have that mindset where I feel like I'm constantly being attacked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And to like get to watch it, to get to like look into that and just see big like 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 insanely cut strong like like almost comically so dude like 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 an arnold like a like a, like a stallone in his prime or, or just even now insanely mm-hmm. he's like 73 and just like roided to the fucking gills but or like jason fucking momoa mm-hmm. you know what i mean just like an insanely big strong man like a freak really yeah just like tool people up and jason momoa is the kind of guy who should be in this movie is this like yeah. i like I did like Aquaman on the whole. Like, again, it is insane, but I enjoyed it. But, like, there's something so sad about seeing, like, literally Nicole Kidman <laughs> being like, if you want to retrieve the magic trident, you have to believe in yourself. It's like, you're Nicole Kidman. Don't you have an Oscar? Yes! <laughs> Why are you here? Like, I, I'm sure they offered you a lot of money, but you're... Like I'm not I'm not upset that she took the role. I'm upset that this is the kind of role that Cole Kidman has to take. That's right. That's right. Madoff killed a lot of people's money. Yeah. Yeah. And like not that she's like poor, just they don't really like they just don't really make the hours anymore. Not that I love the hours, like specifically, just that's the kind of role Nicole Kidman should be in. She's an actor. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be talking about fucking magic tritons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But tritons. you know, but but you know what? She is. She is. <laughs> the better for it. Isn't isn't Hollywood great? But the the one the last thing I want to highlight just um, the uh, the the two I, the two DC movies that I actually enjoyed that I thought were actually like like again I enjoyed Aquaman but the two that I thought were like legitimately good I I don't think it's a coincidence they were the the two lowest budget. Um, Which ones are those? Uh, Shazam and Birds of Prey. Um, oh, I never saw Shazam. Oh wait, was Birds of Prey the one with uh, Harley Quinn? Yeah, yeah. What's it called? Yeah, yeah. We I didn't get to finish that. I don't <laughs> what's it called? You you know the story behind that, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do, but Mamma Mia. Yeah, yeah. but like they're lower mm. budget, they're smaller scale, so there's not as much at stake there, so they can afford to have a personality. Um, like again, like as we talked about, like the Marvel movies especially, and even, and this is also true of the DC movies. Like, just they're so big that they kind of have to be a little anonymous. Because they have to appeal appeal to everyone, you know. They have to be a movie for a ninety a nine year old and an eighty year old at the same time, you know. And like, I like Shazam because it's it's just a kids movie, and like it can it can be that. And was, like, what, 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 was 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 the whole conceit of Shazam not that everyone thought everyone was a little racist and thought that Shazam was a movie. The Shazam event, you know that? Yeah, Kazam. Well, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Mandela yeah. effect thing. But no, yeah. there is actually a movie called Shazam. Well, now there is yes. because but, 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 well, no, I was always wondering was was that was that playing off the Mandela effect at all? No, oh. it doesn't. It doesn't mention. They don't. They don't stop the movie to be like, did you, did you hear there was another movie called Shazam that didn't actually exist? Yeah, I thought that's why they made it. No, there's a. So now there is a movie called there's Shazam. There's a superhero character called Shazam. Is there? Yeah, that goes back to whatever. I don't really. Know. Yeah. Oh, I always thought that they were just making fun of the Mandela effect. It's not about a genie. No. Oh. It's about it's about like a kid who meets a wizard, and the wizard's like, "I'm gonna give you my magic, and if you say the word Shazam, you'll talk into you're turn you'll turn into a superhero." And what? It's it's weird, but like it's. Uh. Okay, it's still recording. God damn it! Why is it being so fucking glitchy today? No, that's fine. I'm almost done. But like, I mean, 
it's got an insane premise, and it, but it, it is one of those movies. It's it's funny. It's yeah. one of those movies that makes fun of itself, but is actually funny. It's it's like half the, like what are half you the, saying? Half, the, <laughs> but like half of the movie is like okay, I'm a kid that has suddenly been given magic mm. powers, and when I say this this magic word, I turn into a superhero, which means I turn into an adult. Which means I can go, buy beer and go to strip clubs. That's not what he does. That's that what, what he, he does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Fuck. That's a movie. Yes. Holy shit! That's so cool. Yeah. That is exactly what I would do immediately. Yes. Oh my god, bro. And it's like you know they don't really have the money for like the the fights to be like the draw. Like yeah. you know the climax is like. Oh no, it looks like the villain knocked over a Ferris wheel. We gotta, like, save three people. Yeah. You know, so, like, there has to be something other than that interesting going on. Yeah. So they actually bothered to, like, write dialogue and characters. That's so cool. Yeah. And then, like, like Birds of Prey I really enjoyed, too. Because, again, it's, like, it's, you know, it's... I, I was just watching it and being, like, I was so glad to see sets. Mm-hmm. Like, just... Not CGI backdrops. Like the climax is in like a like a fun house, and like they, they clearly spent so much time and had so much fun just designing a fun house. Mm-hmm. And it was just fun mm-hmm. to like you know watch you and McGregor ham it up and like you know have this like weird little you know it wasn't perfectly written, but it was it was fun and it didn't have to be everything and it yeah. had personality. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I did think the scene in the beginning <clears throat> where she's drooling over again like an egg sandwich. Yeah, it's you know yeah. it was a little like, yeah, Instagram meme. Yeah, know. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I was like watching. Yeah, yeah. She talking about her bodenga or whatever the hell. Right, and there was part of me that was just like, bro, like it's sandwich, calm the fuck down. But I mean, and I love sandwiches, right? Yeah. But at the same time, also, also, yeah. I, no, I, no, no, it no, feels. No. I I get what. You, it feels like it was written by someone who was extremely online. Exactly. And has, yeah. like, a certain level of irony to it. Yeah. But, you know... Also, there was a scene where she said they... Where, where, where it says that she voted for Bernie. Which yes. I... 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 Soy face when that happened. <laughs> I, it's pretty easy to give it to I mean, I, if Bernie made a mistake, it was exclusively courting the supervillain vote. I would... No, I... No, I think... I disagree. I think he didn't go hard enough. Okay. But, <laughs> he he should have gone to Thanos. But, like... Again, like I think... It's not a perfect movie. Like an element of this no, is just absolutely. Stockholm syndrome. Of I've watched some of the worst. <laughs> yeah, movies I don't know why. It's just it's it was just so nice to see a movie with yeah. personality. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, you did. Yeah, you did the fucking Clockwork Orange thing to yourself yeah. for some reason. Yeah. You love doing that to yourself too. You love doing that to yourself like no one I've ever known. Yeah, I've seen yeah. so many Transformers movies. I literally, it's it's insane to me. Because at a certain point I was like, I don't get anything out of these anymore. I'm going to stop watching them. You on the other end, you're like, I must bear witness. I, I like clocked out halfway through one of the Marky Mark ones. I was yeah. like, I can't anymore. Yeah. He, he's not allowed to play an inventor. Yeah, you can't. Shut the fuck up. Just make him a dumb soldier. <laughs> Please, but no, uh, but 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 no, 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 but no, but I, I unfortunately had to leave about halfway through Birds of Prey for reasons that aren't important. But yeah. but 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 it, but but I will say, I will say, there was part of me that was like, well, I completely understood why this person wanted me to leave. Like, and I was like, fair, mm-hmm. like, like, like it made sense. But like, 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 like it was like a legitimate thing that happened that we just had to leave, right? But like, I was part of me was like, fucker. Stay. I wanted to see what happened. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah, no, yeah. like, 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 it seemed like, like, yes, it was definitely written by someone who was, again, needs to log the fuck off yes. and go outside. Yeah. Someone that needs to pick up a football like crazy. But, like, it was, it was, it, it, 
seemed pretty good. Fun. Margot yeah. Robbie. I mean, I mean, that's the thing, and and, and that's yeah, the thing. good cast. You know, yeah. there's some wit, there's some personality, there's some yeah. energy. You know, no, and that's why I kind of, that's why I will always have a soft spot in my heart for the DC universe is because I think it is, I, I think it is truly, and, and 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 I mean this, I think it is the more fun universe. But you haven't seen Justice League. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I like Suicide Squad too, and that's insane. <laughs> well, that's the that would be the worst movie in any franchise that didn't contain Justice League. I, I liked it. I liked it because I sat down and I watched it, and I said, "You know what? I am just watching an action movie, and that is all I'm watching." But the, the action wasn't good. <laughs> like, no, I think the action in and of itself was fine. I think. I think that the, they. I think that it was just cut like absolute shit. It was like literally. I think the worst editing job in the world, and uh, maybe any movie ever, right? And because in this thing, I can't totally blame the editors because the background of that is that it was written by or it was edited by a bunch of people whose bread and butter is editing trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Like like it was not edited by people that had any business editing of feature-length movie. And also, yes, Jared Leto fucking sucks in it. So bad. So bad. So bad. The worst part of that movie. Yes, okay. Like, again, like... Oh, I'm not saying it's a good movie. It made, it made me pine for, like, Jesse Eisenberg and Batman yes. vs. Superman. Yes. Which is, again, like a lot of Jesse Eisenberg performances, that is some real Ooh. dog turd Exactly. Acting. Yeah. No, no, no. Doing I'm, so much that he should yes. not be doing. Yes. No, I would never lie to you and say that I thought that... I thought that... Suicide Squad was a good movie. Mm. I said I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, because that's a, yeah. Every time the Joker was on the screen, I was so happy that he's barely in the movie. Yeah, I was so, when I when I when I saw the movie and I saw that he's barely in it and right and I, and then I found out how mad he was. I was like, yes, yes. I was so happy. Yeah. Was, what a dipshit. Fuck dipshit. him. So last thing. Just after after putting my through myself through that ringer, I just needed some kind of palate cleanser, and so I watched Porco Rosso. Um, oh, don't know it. It's a Miyazaki movie. Mm. Um, I I can't tell if you if you were just smiling and nodding or if you know what that means. I want you to guess. <laughs> you don't know what Miyazaki is. I know he's Japanese. Yeah, directed like uh, Spirited Away and my neighbor. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I saw Spirited Away. I didn't get it. Oh, I think that is. I think that is it masterpiece. I might be thinking of how long he has. I went to, I was in Japanese class for five years. It made me watch a lot of those movies. And I remember there's this one about World War II and I was right, it was about how hard the Japanese civilians had to during World War II. And I just remember thinking like, yeah, I shouldn't have attacked Pearl Harbor, should you have? Which shows where my mind was as a teenager. Man, if you were talking about Graveyard of the Fireflies, which I think you might be, like, which is sort of like maybe the saddest movie ever made. God, you! I really would have hated you as a teenager. Oh, you absolutely no! I was like, like, like we joke about it. Like, so, like, like, sometimes you guys joke about how I'm a fascist. Now, I actually think I might have just been. You could have easily classified me as a fascist as a teenager. I was just not like, even that. Just the insensitivity. Oh yeah, no. Oh no. I yes, I was yes, yes, I was yes. I I, I think that is the is that the movie where it's the two kids kind of running around? Yep. yep. I yep. was just like, I was yep. just like, man. Really shouldn't attack Pearl Harbor, should you have? Man, I'm gonna have to assign you a Miyazaki. Like he, Miyazaki didn't direct that one. That was a uh, Takahana, I think his name is. Yeah. One of the other Ghibli guys. Um, but no, like God. Yeah, I like. I, I'm, I'm just. I you kind of broke me for a second. Just. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I wasn't a very nice man once upon a time, Robert. 
I weird that you like swingers. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's like a very like man who unironically likes swingers opinion. I yes. Feel like. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like. Yeah. No, no, no. That's a sad movie. Yeah. Did their parents die. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. A lot of people die. Yeah. Well, they probably shouldn't have been <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Porco Rosso. Porco, Porco Rosso. Is it in Japanese? I mean, originally. There was a dub. Why did I say it like I'm British? I don't know. But the dub is kind of hilarious because uh, Michael Keaton plays Porco Rosso. And it is, like, everyone... Is this about a pig? It's about the Crimson Pig. He's a seaplane ace. Um, protecting uh, the Adriatic Sea from... Sky Pirates, and from Fascists. What? It contains... The- oh, wait! Is this the one... Wait, there are pigs in this, aren't there? No, no, no. There's one pig. Porco Rosso, the Crimson Pig, the fighter race. Everyone else is a human. He's yeah. just a pig. Yeah. And he used to be human and got turned into a pig when he saw heaven briefly and realized that by being so skilled with violence, he had become an animal. Is this the one where he says something like, pigs deserve death or something like that? No, or, he doesn't no. say that, but he does say, I'd rather be a pig than a fascist. That's right! Yes, yeah. yes, 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 because I saw someone on Twitter with that as their header, and I was like, what the fuck movie is that? <sighs> yeah. No, like, that's part of what I love about Miyazaki. Like, it is just this totally, like, kid-friendly, like, kind of just adventure yarn that's kind of a throwback to, like, 30s Hollywood, like, yeah. you know, just kind of, like, you know. I immediately feel bad for saying that the Japanese deserve pro- deserves everything they got. Yeah, it's a fun movie about a pig who flies and everybody loves him. And, you yeah. know, it kind of has a little bit of that, like, Casablanca feel where you're kind of dealing with, like, seedy types of, like, a heart of gold secretly. It's like but Tailspin. It's like if Tailspin was good. Yeah, like, exactly. But, like, if Tailspin was, like, really good. Yeah. So, like, it t- it, like a little about Miyazaki. So, it'll give you that, like, totally, like kid-friendly, like, just winning, fun, like, setup, and then, like, out of nowhere hit you with, like, the most poetic thing you have ever seen. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about it as I was watching it, like, Miyazaki, like, and I, I know what I am saying. Hmm. He has a strong argument for being the best filmmaker, just ever. Just in terms, and what I mean by that is just in terms of his track record, like, he has a a fairly extensive filmography, like 13 or so movies, you know, has made a lot of movies. Um, and I think that if you picked any one of them and argued it was, you know, a masterpiece that was your favorite movie or was one of the five greatest movies ever made, any one of them, I'd be like, yeah, I believe that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and they are all, there is a clear, like, authorial voice in all of them like you know it is a Miyazaki movie but there's also a lot of variation where it's not like he just makes the same movie every time yeah. like a movie like <clears throat> Spirited Away which I feel like is just just poetry like yeah yeah it, nope. yeah it expresses something <clears throat> so specific and so universal at the same time it is like a dream you had if that you, yeah. But if, like, your dream was the most beautiful thing anyone had ever, like... I mean, I mean, have you ever had a type of dream where, like, where, like, you've woken up from it and you feel, like... You feel changed. You feel, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, like, I mean... Yeah. No, that is... I mean, I mean, I mean, I will just say, like, 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 like... Obviously, I don't think the Japanese deserved what they got yes, anymore. I, I know. Yes. yes. No, 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 no. I just wanted to make sure that I, that I made that clear for the listener that I am no longer a... 
just monster. Yeah. Once again, I, well, I am a monster, but for different reasons, right? But, but, but no, but like, but like, no, I think there is something that like, there is something, and I don't want to get like, like nationalistic about it, I guess, but like, but, and I don't think I'm going to, but like, there is something about like, like some, like, like Japanese films that like, there is something that like, that, that, that I think the Japanese, you know, and like, they're great. I mean, I mean, film is such a universal language. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, I've seen films that have just like fucking hit me to the goddamn core from like every corner of this earth. Mm-hmm. But like, I I'd say like you know after like Hollywood films, which just get an incredibly unfair advantage because of just how much more money is able mm-hmm. to be thrown into Hollywood films. Like the Japanese do something with 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 the medium that is just like. Just so beautiful, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Spirited Away, like, it? and Spirited Away is the highest-grossing film in Japanese history. Yeah, like that's insane. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a like obscure indie art house release in the U.S. Exactly. And they're yeah. like, no, nah, this is something that we are all going to see. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And no, and that is so beautiful. Yeah. Like that is something, and, and, and it's something that like really is just like it's really there's part of it's just like just move Hollywood to Japan, <laughs> just let them have it. Yeah. They, 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 we have lost our privileges. Yeah. Right? What's it called? We made, I saw fucking Endgame. We have lost our privileges. Yes. We don't get to be the, 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 the cultural. I mean, I mean, and that's the thing. Thank God. Uh, I think we're waning yeah. as we should. This empire deserves to die. Anyway, Porco Rosso. Yeah. He fights pirates in the sky. You know what I feel like? I feel like, um, who plays Buck or no, not Buck. That's the rapist. Who plays Bill's brother in Kill Bill? Bill's brother. Yeah, the guy. Um, what's it called? Is it is it Nick Nolte? Nick Nolte's not in Kill Bill. The uh, is he the one who's living? Michael out of Madsen. Sh- yeah, Michael Madsen. Sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we I am I am Michael Madsen in, right in that scene right right which is like that lady deserves her revenge and we deserve to die. Mm-hmm. That is me about the American Empire. Okay. The rest of the world deserves their revenge on us, and we deserve to die. Chickens coming home to, to roost. roost. Literally, folks, go back and listen to what Reverend Wright said, and I and, and if you can pick out one thing that he was wrong about, go fuck yourself. The okay. man was completely right. Ah, just fuck everything anyway porco rosso it's good i'm going to watch that if you watch the dub it is hilarious how checked out michael keaton is (laughs) like it's clearly like what i'm voicing a pig or something whatever we'll do one take it's but it kind of works for the character because he's supposed to be kind of you know a little worn down and checked out it's just so crazy how much like we talk about like some actors that just clearly like like love acting so much mm-hmm. and michael keaton just seems to be an actor that hates it more than anything in the world but is great at it exactly which is like such a monkey's ball thing that yeah. he's like that, that i mean i can totally see him he's just like i want to be a great actor and he is a great actor and just clearly despises it like just like won't well, what's the thing he won't sign batman stuff and he yeah. like, like just will refuse to he made a whole movie about that he's that yeah in he's so cool Anyway, what have you been watching? Oh, I well, this is this is a lot less impressive than I thought it would be. I was so impressed. Uh, uh, since we last recorded, I watched uh, The Running Man. It's yeah. a good movie. Yeah, it is like a good movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's a real good movie. Um, um, hilariously though, fun fact about The Running Man: his like love interest in it, I forget her name, because she basically uh, the uh, Running Woman. Yes, the Running Woman. Yeah, yeah. She like she like, first off, so funny that. 
she's like his love interest in the movie because he like kidnaps her, basically threatening to like I will crush you to death. Mm-hmm. Right? She gives him up. Right? And then she kind of realizes like, wait, they're all lying about his record and everything like that. And then they put her in the movie, and then like literally like at the very end of the movie, they develop like the smallest bit of sexual tension. Like, yeah. not even sexual tension, like, like, that there's any sort of... Like, you don't even realize that there's really, like, a love interest until about 15 minutes left in the movie, and then, like, the movie ends with them kissing. Hilariously. And also, they didn't say anything about, like, whether or not they've overthrown this, like, dystopian fascistic society. Man, we need more movies about, like, fascist game shows. Yes! Yes! Like, Rollerball and Death Race oh. 2000. Oh, my yeah. God. Can you... Well, they remade Death Race, and I heard it sucked, didn't it? I don't, I don't, I didn't see Did that. Did they remake Death Race? Was they remade we'll... Rollerball. Ooh. What's it called? What's it called? Oh, yeah, that's with, um, what is it? Who is in that? I don't remember. I don't remember either. What's it called? We should rewatch those. What's it called? Anyway, what's it called? But, uh, but, but yeah, no, 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 it's great. Uh, fun fact, uh, his love interest, uh, uh, is, is like an insane, like, uh, uh, right-wing Venezuelan emigre. Who's <laughs> like who like okay. goes on Fox News and I think recently talking about stopping the steal and everything like that. Okay. Yeah, we want to know where she was on January sixth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, folks, folks, any Venezuelan you meet in America immediately becomes a suspect of them. That is my, that is my, that is that is my advice to you. What's it called? That has been Matt's racial profiling corner. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, there are good Venezuelans. Their names are Nicholas Maduro and Hugo. <laughs> Chavez is dead, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, killed by the CIA's uh, heart oh. attack gun. <laughs> or cancer gun. They have a cancer gun, you know, right? Anyway, then I watched A Futile and Stupid Gesture. Um, I didn't like that movie. You didn't like it? No. What's it called? I, as I think I said it to someone, it was a perfectly charming movie that was completely and totally up its own ass. Yes. Like, it, it was a movie that was just like, that could not stop winking at the fucking camera. Yes. To its own detriment. Because I think, I think you get some, you get some okay one-liners, right? You yeah. Know, you, you got a bunch of very funny people together yeah. to make a movie about other funny people. Mm-hmm. And I think that they do that. And I honestly learned a lot about like National Lampoon, like it was, mm-hmm. which was kind of like I love all those. I, I basically love all those movies. Like, like I was saying to someone, like I was like, um, like, like Vacation was like one of like the VHS tapes that we had that we would just play when we would go on trips, uh-huh. which is honestly an insane choice by my dad for it to be that one. But at the same time, also I think made us very cool. What's it called? <laughs> um, like, like we used to literally watch Christmas Vacation around Christmas time. Like mm-hmm. it was like a thing. But um, but no, but like, but like, I was very familiar with the oeuvre, but like, not I had no idea what the hell National Lampoon was. Right. You know what I mean, right? And so, and so no, so I like actually like learned a lot, and and I enjoyed, like watching the movie, and this movie, like you like, cannot stop fucking winking at the camera, just being completely up its own ass, fucking farting into a goddamn wine glass and holding it up to its nose. Yeah. Just like, just like. Just, just... It is doing a lot. It is doing so much. Yeah. And then also the fact that they, like, had, like... They cast, like, fucking Gene Parmesan as... <laughs> Martin Mole. Martin Mole. <laughs> I, do love, I do love that's the polo. <laughs> is he going to something else? Yeah, he's, he's a character actor. He's got a long and storied career. But, yeah, he's fucking Gene Parmesan. <laughs> Honestly, one of his most iconic roles. The name Gene Parmesan. It's such a good name. It's such a good name for an incompetent PI. 
And just, what's her name? Fucking, I want to say Barbara Walters, but I know that's not yeah. her name. What's her name? Fucking Barbara. Barbara something. The old Jewish lady that plays um, Lucille Bluth. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck, now I can't stop thinking Barbara Walters. <laughs> it's like something like that. I, I have to look this up. It's no, right no, on the tip no, of my no. tongue. But just every time, she's just, ah, jeez! <laughs> every time, when he's just like such a dipshit. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's like, there are two, like. like Jessica Walter. Jessica Walter. There yeah. you go. No, there are two, there are two, there are two, there are two compilations I watch every year without fail. It is the slur compilation from Gran Torino. <laughs> My Grandorino. Because, folks, and before you say that's racist, it's not. It's hilarious that a man wrote an entire movie so that he could say every slur he's not allowed to say anymore. A man not named Quentin Tarantino. No, exactly. Yeah, well, at least... Oh, my God. I mean, I guess at least Quentin Tarantino and Samuel L. Jackson to just be like, no, it's fine. And Grand Torino basically has a training montage about slurs. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, Grand kid, I'm going to make you a man. Here's a... Make sure you... Uh, yeah. Pull lock. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He trains He trains a young Hmong man to be racist against white ethnics. Yes. Which is so funny. But anyway... No, um, 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 but anyway, yeah, no, so, Feudal and Stupid Gesture, um... Also, it makes, like, every cliched move, a, like, a biopic can make, like, oh, it was all about his brother, yeah. his brother died, that's why he's fucked up. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but it's, like, but it's, like, tries to be, like, self-aware and, like, fourth wall breaking. But it, it's telling the same story, like, every biopic tells. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 I think part of the reason why I was interested in this is because I truly, like, didn't know yeah. any of this. Right, right, and I know that they like, and right, and they even say on the face they're like, "Oh yeah, we changed a bunch of shit." One, th- one thing I did love about that movie is how fucking straight Domhnall Gleeson plays his character. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's, like, there's something so funny about a man like acting like just the most refined English gentleman. Yeah, like as if nothing is amiss here, and like. I don't know why, but he was the funniest part of that movie. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's great. He's great. I mean, I mean, that's the. I mean, you get some. I mean, like, I, 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 would I watch this movie again? Probably not. Like, 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 I can't imagine a, 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 a time when I would. But at the same time, also, like, I wasn't mad after watching it. I was like, hmm. eh, okay. I watched the movie. Yeah, this movie was like that. Wasn't that good? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, yeah, no, I, I, was, I, was like, I was like, this movie is not, like, one of my favorite movies. Not, like, it's no MacGruber, right? Which is another Will Forte mm. where he just, I mean, knocks it out of the park. I mean, Will Forte is, I think, just one of the funniest actors of our time. But, like, I mean, he's just good. I'm sorry. He's a good comedic actor. But the last one I watched was the remake of Vacation. Okay. Which I will say, what's it called? With, with Ed Helms, Christina Applegate... Who Christina Applegate is just so hot, and like and like will be forever. Like okay. like and also just 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 a perfect actress in what she does. You know what I mean? She's never gonna get an Oscar, all right? Mm-hmm. But she's not going for an Oscar. She is going for uh, she's going for competently acting out a role, and she does that, and she does it beautifully. Chevy Chase looks like dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> Chevy Chase looks so bad. Like, he's gained some weight, and it's whatever. People gain weight, but he has not gained weight well. Yeah. He's not gained weight because he's like, ah, you know, 
eating too many burgers or something like that. It's bloat. It is bloat. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it looks horrible. And he's still doing the Chevy Chase shit of like, like, like being a slapstick idiot. Mm. You know what I mean? But like, not. I mean, Ed Helms, I think. Ed Helms is doing great. Ed Helms is kind of... Ed Helms reminds me a lot of Chevy Chase in the original Vacation. Hmm. Like, he does a really good job at that. Of kind of, like, being, like, that over-eager, like, like dipshit. Like, 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 but, like, but, like, truly just someone that just, like, wants to, like, have a moment with his family. Hmm. What's it called? Christina Abigail's great. The kids are funny. Like, 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 the, 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 just so much shit that happens. They do a lot of, like, visual gags and gross-out gags, but it works. What's it called? The fucking car... Did you see this? No, I, I have not seen the film. Oh, no. Oh, oh. You might you might get assigned it. I would watch it again. Okay. It's not, I mean, like I said, it's not MacGruber good, but like it's it, it's actually very funny. I actually okay. enjoy it. Yeah, and so that's what I watched. Okay, what am I watching? You're watching... <sighs> You've thrown out like three or four decent ideas just in the past couple minutes and it seemed like you had settled on something but I can give you mine if you need me to give you mine uh you're watching yeah give me yours okay I'm gonna give you the last of my favorite movies from last year I'm gonna give you The Sound of Metal what is that I know that streaming on Amazon Prime Mm -hmm. it's about a punk drummer who loses his hearing hmm okay well then you are getting. Punk drummer loses his hearing. Sorry, my mind's gone completely blank. I have to cut some of this out. My mind has just gone like, oh my god, I don't know what the fuck happened. Punk drummer loses his hearing. Hmm. What am I watching? You've got a shooting... Ah, game. fuck it. It's really racist. You're watching True Lies. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. We're going to talk about... God, it has everything I want in it. It has, <laughs> it has action. It has... Horses. Horses. It has Jamie Lee Curtis wearing barely anything at all. And it has an incredible amount of racism. It does. Yeah. All right. Well. Then I'm going to watch Death Wish and take away... The, the idea that Charles Bronson is cool. I wrote a paper about Death Wish. You know who's fucking Jeff Goldblum's first role? Yeah, I know. Again, yeah. I wrote a paper on Death Wish. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, playing evil Jughead. Yes. <laughs> he has the dumbest thing. All right. Um, so, yeah. Join us next time for The Sound of Metal and True Lies. We are always so subdued at these. At the end? Yeah, it's yeah. been three and a half fucking hours. Okay, goodbye. Just of the on-mic stuff. We've stopped a lot during this. Oh my too. god. Yeah. Alright, goodbye, we love you. Goodbye. Man. Yesterday. I wanted to get a notebook for my journal. So I borrowed Pete's bike and first when I took off riding and where I was on the sidewalk, there was this old man on the sidewalk too. And I, you know, he was walking, walking, walking. So I thought, oh, I'm clear. And I took off to the left around him. And just then he stepped to the left and I didn't ring the bell or anything. 
when I got past him, he yelled at me. He's like, hey, you know, thanks for the warning. And, and I just felt so bad all of a sudden. I felt so guilty. <laughs> so, but it was fine, you know. Never gonna see this guy again. But I realized I forgot something at the house. So I rode back, had to ride back by him, looked at his face. I, you know, I felt like, oh, he's so angry at me. He totally hates me. Whatever, can forget him again. So then I, then I want to go, you know, get something to drink. I'm gonna go into a little store, stop the bike. When I come back out, I get on the bike. I'm riding. I'm riding down the same street because it's a hill, and I pass the guy again. And again, I'm, you know, I'm just like feeling more and more tense. Like, but then I've got a stretch, you know, before I get to the the notebook store. So I'm like, okay. I can finally move on with my life. Not have this guy. Go down to the notebook store, look for my notebook. It's like 20 blocks. Go to look for my notebook, come up to the cash register. And I'm buying the notebook. And the automatic doors open. And I look up and the guy's like walking right into the store, right in front of me. And I just can't believe it. it and then the cashier woman, I hear her talk to me all of a sudden. She's like, superstar. What? And I look at her, and she's this Indian woman, maybe like 50-year-old Indian woman with glasses and a dot on her forehead. And I was like, what? And she said, Jesus Christ, superstar. You said Jesus Christ. And I was like, no, I didn't say Jesus Christ. You know, I looked at the, the bagging guy. He's like, did I see Jesus Christ? He's like, just shrugs. And she's like, it's okay, it's okay. But I, it, it felt like, I, I feel like I would have known if I had said Jesus Christ. You know, I, I would have heard my voice in my memory like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Kurt said Jesus Christ. So I was still shaking my head. I was like, I feel like I'm going crazy. Uh, and I'm still sort of tense and everything. I feel like I'm going crazy. She's like, it's okay, you're not crazy, it's okay. She was really nice. And right when she said that, I, this dream that I'd had just, just yesterday morning just flashed on me because the same lady, the cashier lady, was in the dream doing the same thing, basically. Uh, I mean, I wasn't in a store, but I was really upset about something, really totally depressed about something, and, and she just put her arms around me and said, it's okay, you're okay. Sorrow is nothing but worn out joy.